Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Welcome to Call Out Culture, your favorite podcast sponsored by my neighbor is Zinfandel. She poured in my cup while we were eating pizza the other night in South Philadelphia. I think it's called like Vacay. That's the name of this wine. And they I want you to drink Zinfandel in, in a decade. I don't, I don't even know what it is, but they recommend you have it with vanilla ice cream on the wine label, which is very odd. I wouldn't recommend anyone doing that. Um, so shouts to my Robin, uh, my, my, my neighbor Robin, not my Robin. Uh, shouts to Robin hooking me up with that um but uh we're gonna <laughs> tonight's episode is uh i needed to drink a lot because t- the day i've had listening to this artist um who knew he put out 14 albums well i did because i've now heard all of them um <laughs> s- including seven that i didn't think i needed to hear a couple i was familiar with a couple i definitely was not familiar with and I did my best to avoid them, but for the sake of entertainment and our guest, uh, I have listened to every common album ever. So tonight we are doing um, Lineage of Weakness, Best Worst Rapper of All Time. However we want to label this episode, we're going to figure that out. Lineage of out. Greatness, a tale, yeah. of two, tale of two rap careers, <laughs> like Tale of Two Cities. Yes, the Harvey, careers. the Harvey Dent of rap. Um, so you flip that so coin. Did the definition of greatness change. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Definition of okay, pretty solidness for fourteen <laughs> albums. Uh, I am Zilla Rock and the host. I'm joined by Alaska, Curly Castro, hey. uh, Blau. Hello, everyone, and first time guest leading off and playing center field from the questions pod. From Can Knock the Shuffle, from Stony Island, our rival gang, if we see them, it's on site. We got our man, <laughs> Mr. Sean Cantrowitz. Sean, welcome. One day. Peace, brother Sean. That makes oh, sense. I got to wait. I got an announcement. I just saw on Twitter. You just cut him off. He's, fucking, he's our guest. Sorry, you just Sean. fucking just cut him off. Go ahead. That's what Sorry, I'm, you need to hear about this. This is breaking news. Breaking, breaking news. news. DJ Muggs and Crime Apple. Cartagena. Are you kidding me? I'm not lying. You cut off Sean for that shit? Um, I just saw it. Soulassassin.com. See, I know how you have that that tab on your computer. I'm sure it's a it's a it's a very spooky tarot card cover with stained Stop. glass. It's crime apple. Then... Stop it. And see, now see how you're getting disrespectful. All right, All right Sean, my bad. Breaking news now, and then by the time this airs, it'll be the latest <laughs> report on it because it'll be like a week late, right? Correct. Correct. Indeed. So we got Sean here. Uh, I was lucky enough to be one of five perfect flawless champions ever in the history of his show i'm still very excited about that i did it for the crew i, I mean, did it for south philly south philly we did wait, it wait hold, wait slow down slow couldn't you have introduced his show regardless of what your score or whatever it is was like i think the more important thing is the show and, and the quality of the content but, right not necessarily but also not necessarily being flawless on the show we're being fed answers like a famous quiz show from, was the it, from 1950 with robert yeah, redford and i'm just here. saying it looked look look a little like that. Look a little quiz show to me. It looked a little quiz show, though I had no headphones on. The, the inception. It's something that we you know really strive to <laughs> buck against. But no, I mean Zilla, you you killed it. You definitely uh, you. definitely did your thing. I uh, you know for the fan. 
I never know what's going to happen. I, I never know how guests are going to do on the questions. Uh, sometimes I'm surprised. So it was, it was, uh, it's been my life's work, Sean, to do all these things, to come on your show and get a perfect score. Um, so I, I did it for this guy over here, Curly Castro and for Alaska. I did it for everyone, everyone in the wrecking crew, South Philadelphia, deaf jokes, alums, everyone. I did it for all of us. It's not about me. Oh my God. But it is anyway. So we're going to talk about, um, common common sense lonnie lynn rashid lynn what's his rosh lonnie i don't know isn't his uh, dad lonnie yeah yes yeah so he's rashid rashid lonnie lynn yeah. is rashid lonnie lynn got you um the guy hollywood always goes to when they need a faceless goon killer that's the man that everyone thinks of you go you go common Actually, yes he should fight me. john wick and and in that's only it's only three movies. He's in John Wick. He's in Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces. Yep. And man. he is in Terminate, Terminator <laughs> Salvation. Terminator Salvation. We forgot about that one. Holy. Oh, wait. And he's What did you say, Sean? Isn't he an American gangster also? Yes, as one Ooh, of the cousins. And T.I. And too. he's in, in Wanted. Yeah, he's I said that one. Right. Yep, yes, of course. Yeah, naturally. He would and have to be. Let's not forget his turn on Hell on Wheels. On AMC. <laughs> oh, he's in that. He's yeah, one of he's, them. He's, he's like, like he's like hitting hitting something with a mallet all the time, and he's like mad. Is he a biker or is he a mechanic? No, no. Hell on Wheels is the one about the um, like Ghosts? when they're building the train line across the country. Oh, oh. Yeah. he so plays sorry. Elam Ferguson. Does he kill someone? Because otherwise, I, I he he was no badly missed. He has it. to kill people in every. Is movie this like is this in the twenty tens? The Hell on Wheels. Yeah. 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 There was like a white dude with well, like see, a bet, greasy so hair and a beard. Did he make a guest appearance on Sons? He made one. Didn't Sons he? of Anarchy. Yeah, with like a blue vest. I feel. I feel so strongly that he did. That he was like so. I don't know. Biker goon got killed. I feel really strongly about that, y'all. My instincts wow. are screaming. Let's see. Did let's he, go to his acting career. Oh, did, did yo, he appear did you know? on Sons of Anarchy? Because he did wasn't you? on Oz. No, he, he was in the UPN sitcom Girlfriends. Of course, oh, he probably. He, uh, he was, uh, he was playing what's he a slam poet. Yeah, yeah he was, what's, the name, he was, what's the name? Boyfriend. He was shorty boyfriend, the one with yeah. the uh, black band around the arm. He was her mm. boyfriend, and he was playing um his Erica Badu persona. He was like very spiritual and wearing knit uh forearm yes, sleeves. Crochet. He was playing right. that character. He didn't wear the whole shoes. thing on girlfriends was um <laughs> he was celibate and was driving her crazy. Oh yeah, my he was, god! He was, he was celibate, and she's supposed to be with him. Peace, she's queen. Like, I can't. She's like, he I can't deal with this. He's celibate. It, like, this was his character. I swear. Castro, I'll bet. He was I'll in bet, Date I'll, Night with Steve Carell and Tina He was. And he's like, a under, he's like a bad guy in that movie. I, feel I like bet you, real quick, he... <laughs> what did you say, Sean? Sean, we brought you here just so you don't talk. We're going to cut you off every time you start no, I, I think you might have like a setting off or something. I, can't, we, I can't hear you. I don't know if you have like a, something on Zoom. Who, me? You, uh, no, Sean. Sean, when you talk, oh. when we talk over you, it cuts, it cuts you off. For some reason, it but doesn't e allow you. Even like the beginning of, of, uh, yes. Yeah, so we... Oh, trying to something. Does that, is there that you the... go? Yeah, yeah. No, maybe there you go. There no, it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're good yeah. now. We're good? There you go, man. Yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. I was just like, oh man, I, I I didn't prep for this properly at all. I didn't think we were going to be discussing his on-screen pursuit. <laughs> we're going to do the music, but man, like I got his Wikipedia up here. He played a security guard on the Mindy Project in 2013. Sure. Wow, that's obscure as hell. Because what the Mindy Project that did about three years? They did like three years. That was right? pretty good. Season? The first season was pretty cool. 
for that show. But it, it, but it, it rounded around to the three seasons. Or did it just maybe two? Six and seasons. Six. Six. Wow. Holy shit. Take that. Wow. I was Castro, that, 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 that's half a walking dead right there. I know, man. <laughs> it's still that's only, but that's only half the battle, baby. You got yo, a long yo, way to go. Castro, on Girlfriends, right? When he played the celibate slam poet who didn't wear yes. shoes. Yes. What are the odds? Would, would you bet two to one he said the word Nubian at some point? Oh, definitely said Nubian and Bohemian. <laughs> and, and sister queen. and queen. He said queen. sister, queen, Bohemian. But also he was like, I remember, I can't remember for sure, but I think Joan came around him and she, he didn't like her energy. He didn't like somebody's like energy, I swear. Did he He's, list any specific references to gay bashing that he did in the 90s? Oh, like he did in his music? It's just, just out of curiosity. I was wondering if there's any very specific 90s. Well, all right, what are you talking about? The first let's record? do it. Right, let's do it. Guys, are you talking about the deep, the deep rooted stuff? I'm glad to wear my common sense T-shirt. I thought that this was going to be like a celebration. You guys are coming out with the pitchforks and the. You, you know, you know what this means. I don't think you know what this means. Show very <laughs> you know what this means. He he lied to us, y'all, because it one day it, it it still hasn't made sense. Mm. We told us one day it would. It still, it still, it still, it still has it. All right, let's let's do this. And Sean's here. Sean, Sean loves the guy. Clearly, uh, he didn't know what he was walking into. This kind of like how we had Ray West on to talk. OC and Cash was like that third album is fucking garbage. <laughs> and Ray's like, whoa, <laughs> thought we were talking about OC. That's my homie. Cash was like, I don't like that shit. It's offensive. Um, so we have Sean from the questions and can't look. So I, look, let me tell y'all something. And and my man. Nothing's worse than having a money on the show. That was the worst. Um, tight rope board. That was like walking the line between the World Trade Center. Hey, you did it with a with a plum. I thank <laughs> yeah. you, thank you, with thank you. That was very difficult. That oh, difficult. side note, Quali mentioned his son being on the Arm and Hammer album on the People's Party. What's dope? Then he said Arm and Hammer. He said my son is on the Arm and Hammer record produced by Alchemist, and my son raps better than. I was hoping you might say my name because I bought a song too. Nah, he's not. He's not. Nah. Nah, nah. You can't do that. Yeah, I, I know a great way you can get quality to say your name. Just tweet at him and he'll. he'll well, no, well he's, he's suspended. Him and Trump. He's suspended. He's suspended. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. You'll have to use Instagram or, or something. Um, listen, guys, I just want to make myself clear before we really dive into this here. I'm not a common stan. I, I am okay. a fan of a very specific era of his work. Until and. And in going back and revisiting and even just peeping his newest album, which came out not even a week ago from when we were recording this, I was right. like, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm readjusting and recalibrating my expectations and, and hopes for certain artists. And we can get into it, but I just want to sure. like set the stage here that like, okay. yeah, I don't need you to put the kid gloves on here. I'm not Common's biggest fan, nor am I here to, you know, slander the man. Also, I named my show The Questions after one of his Correct. songs. And I'm kind of hoping he comes on the show someday. So I can't go super oh. far. Yeah. We, we got you. There's three of yeah. us. Just yeah. blame us. So let's, let's start off with this then. So. Early era common. Let's talk. One day the law makes sense. Resurrection, uh, and then what's what's the other one? Can I borrow, Can I borrow a dollar? dollar? Okay. Okay. What what do you, if, if if any of us like me has gone back and listened to all three of those albums or know them very well, mm -hmm. or hasn't and have heard them for the first time, whatever. What what are your views now of those first three? As twenty some five thirty years has passed. All right. So, um. Like one day it all makes sense had a big effect on me because of two songs. And so back then you would get the whole thing. And I think I had um my cat's gone crazy, sorry. I had one day it all makes sense on tape. Mm -hmm. Um so wait, I'm just I'm just pulling up the record now so I can tell you. So it was um sold by the pound. 
thought that's that was not a great on there. song. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's on Can I borrow a dollar? That's what I'm talking about. I thought oh, you one day all makes sense. sense. You said one day all makes sense. I did that. I said that. I Correct. said that just now, or I said that before. You, you just now. Oh, oh yes. sorry. I mean, can I borrow a dollar? Excuse me. Um, sold by the pound and mm-hmm. take it easy. Take okay. it easy had a video, and yes. I just was like, the video had a lot of energy. The take it easy song and video was that of that time. So right. like that was yeah. just like DOS effects and the jumping around and Karis yep. videos. It was very much right in that wavelength, and it, and I was when around that time I was I'm looking for artists that have East Coast in them. Whether mm. you're from the East Coast or not. So this yes. is a Midwest cat, but he definitely had East Coast sensibilities. He didn't sound like Twister. He didn't no. sound like um even even I think not initially, but after a few um resurrection, you still now you got do or die. Like you're starting to meet Chicago artists. Right. And you're starting to hear Chicago as a sound that common doesn't didn't necessarily partake in. He was okay. definitely East Coast influenced out. Mm. And then resurrection comes about. And it's one of my top three hip hop songs ever. I used to love her. Like that song floored me. The, the metaphors, the way he flipped it. I was a big Ice Cube fan. Mm. So the fact that Ice Cube took offense to um, what he had said about her, you know, going gangster, how they totally skipped how he <laughs> said she went, she started going to the sewer with it. I like see, he I see totally brothers slamming her. Take him to the sewer. Right. He was. It was totally dissing Onyx and Dawson. Like Jungle record. Brothers talking about hip house. Like true, he's dissing Jungle Brothers. He's met, like almost to the point. Like, hey, not just your names. I'm saying your actual musical themes. Right. And what you do with hip hop, and I'm saying I, we don't really like that. So I was. I thought it was interesting that Ice Cube even took a took the time to decipher and take offense because it's it's coded. It's coded. Mm-hmm. So if you if you just take a passing glance at um, right. you know, I used to love you're not really dive, you just think, oh, it's a song about a woman or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Until he says that line at the end. That's the big oh. Um, but I remember that song being very powerful, but also it reminded me of, and then I'll finish my answer. It reminded me of the like the jazz jump of tribe resurrection. Even though mm-hmm. we know Dion is producing his fucking ass off, mm-hmm. just like resurrection was like this uh, attempt at making a blue note record. The cover, mm-hmm. um, right. you know, the sample choices and all that. Very horn heavy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what's the third record? Uh, one day. One day. Yeah, day. One day. So then one day to me is like uh, a graduation. Not Kanye. It's just like going to four-year school and now you're finally putting it all together. The artwork direction was really big to me. That brown, right. his mom on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great cover. <clears throat> the part one and twos of songs. I like yeah. that to, to complete it. Right. right. So these these were like, I, I'm big on part twos of songs that change the whole damn song. Like not mm. just same beat, new lyrics or something, but like takes us in another place. So he did that. Excuse me, all let me mute them. I got a call. But, but um, yeah, so pretty much um, that's how it started with Comment For Me. And then one day is where we're going into the Soul Clarion era. And then we'll talk about that too. But it was those songs for me. Okay. What do you got, Alaska? Uh, well, I mean, similar to Castro, I remember when he got the unsigned hype in the source in like, I think it was like 91, maybe. Damn. So I remember yeah, I like him popping that. on my radar there and then like seeing the ad for Can I Borrow a Dollar in the source. Mm. Uh, and then the video. And I was like, you know, it was like, like Castro said, it was very DOS effects of the time, sort of stream Definitely. of consciousness, weird, like mentioning every reference you ever had watching reruns as a child. Yep, every card's um, reference out there. You know, Snorks so yes. is like... He has a Snorks bar. I'm pretty sure. It really didn't age well Snorks. because of that. But, <laughs> right? Um, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. But the production was amazing. Um, and then, you know, same thing like 
when Resurrection came out, there was a ton of hype around. I used to love her. Yes, ton of hype around that shit, and it was like really like listen to it again. It was pretty groundbreaking of a song. So you were older back then, so there was you remember the concentrated effort for people for them to make people pay attention to the song, like with the video. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, there was a huge push on that song, and then Resurrection was huge as well. Like the song, they had the yes. large professor yes. the remix, the, the remix is the remix. Shit. Yep. Um, bitch and you was then, floating around right then around that was time. That? Bitch and you was floating around that time. Bitch and you was floating around, but it didn't really like. I don't think it really hit in New York the way it might have hit in other places. Mm. Okay. Um, neither, neither, like, I mean, nobody really knew that because. Uh, uh, did he diss Cube first or did Cube diss him first? Um, they, they, I think West Side Connection. They came with Slaughterhouse that song. Okay. And that song, I think they mentioned Common by name. And they're saying yeah. they're threatening him. And then that's when he comes in. Because I remember the bitch in you was a 12 white label. Yeah. So it wasn't on anything, but I remember it kind of floating around and makes it way on mixtapes here and there. Yeah. I mean, also, like, I, sh- I should note, like, most of the people I was hanging out with weren't checking Common that hard. Mm. So they had um, checked out by Common by that time? or did No, they just didn't. Really- like, he wasn't, he wasn't big enough to be on anybody's radar. Mm. Like, you had to really be, like, into to rap music. To know so he's still common sense, right? Yeah, one day it all makes still, sense. He's he still, was still common. Was, up was until he common one sense day. in that record? One, up one until day, one day he's still okay. Common yeah, so yeah, right. You know, like I mean, people knew him, but nobody was like, "Oh, common." They were still right. like, you know, fucking boogie down production, tribe called quest. Uh, right. I was around the same time as I think. When did that come out? 93? 93, 94. Yeah, so it was like I mean, resurrection is ninety four. It's ninety four. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, people were checking out like, you know, Illmatic was big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Gangstar. Yeah. 36 Chambers. Gang, big. Um, Gangstar. Big Gangstar. Gangstar. Like, that's the beginning of what Biggie. people were running with where I was. Um, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Yeah, yeah. All that oh. shit. So, right. you know, there were some of us that knew. Like, I had I had friends, like, my best friend in college, like, the reason we became friends is, like, the first day we met each other, we both, like, just looked at each other's tape collections and were like, holy shit. Oh, like he, nice. had the, he had the, the genius record, the first one, words from the genius. genius. Wow. I was like, holy shit, you're like the only other person I've ever Yeah, I remember seeing it in the store a lot, <laughs> yeah. but not like nobody, when you would peruse their little collection, nobody like, I had no. a copy. So yeah. we became fast friends that way, and there was like a, a little crew of like three or four of us that were like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was like, it was, those songs were really dope. I remember the record kind of felt boring after a while, like... Kind of like the this is resurrection. Kind of drags resurrection. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and that was my thinking at the time. Going back to it, I, I've actually changed my perspective on it a little bit. And then um, one day it all makes sense. I thought that was a stellar record. I still do. Yeah, so good. I think it's you know I, like listening to that record. I think I was like ninety seven, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. The maturity I spent jump. like a year listening to that record. It's that the record maturity jump. Cool. He's not just a punk MC with a forty. Yeah. At, at at that point, he's like grown up. Look, remember he was yeah, starting to wear. He seemed all. older than he seemed older than everybody at that point. Yeah, both content wise as well as even the like tone and the timbre of his voice. I think yes, he was really, like maturing, yes. and, and that mattered a lot too because. Uh, you know, my experience with the first two common records was was going back because I, I wasn't checking for those at the time. I, was, I'm, mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit younger than, than you are, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, 
in hearing that first record, particularly there's a lot of things you could say that didn't necessarily age well or didn't like don't hold up as well. But that voice for me, it's like, I can't listen to a whole album of that like sort of cadence and that tone of voice. He sounds very young and you know, like this is first album. So I'm not like holding that, you know, super hard against him, but yeah, by by the time one day it all makes sense, you know, it sort of seemed that he was coming into his own as an artist and as a man, like as an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like more, um, more adult choices, music wise. And, and, um, like, like I said, that's when he started wearing the beige, um, uh, paper boy hat. Like he started wearing like those type of hats, you know what I'm saying? Instead of the, cause he was wearing a fitted on one day. It don't make sense. It's like a fitted or, um, you know, like a regular hat. And then he's doing more adult. Like I remember, um, I'll show you like seeing his mother on the cover that picture of him and his mother. Like that right. was like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm kind of growing up. Like I said, you know what the like, craziest part is? Yeah. Like that album's raw as shit. It's super yeah, does, like yeah. Hungry is the hungry, hardest hungry, song yeah, he's hungry. ever made in his yep. life. You know what I mean? Real N bombs yep. quotes, crazy. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, moments. Stolen moments. Stolen moments. Stolen moments incredible. One too many. Yeah. Crazy. Making a name for ourselves with cannabis. That beats crazy. Dude, just like introspective and um, in a, invocation. Yes. Heavy, that heavy songs. Heavy duty. But and like, I think he's, that, taking, he's taking on weightier subjects, if I will. Not just. Yeah. Well, retrospect for life is like track four. I'm looking at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's, God. Now, wait. Well, let's talk about that. Now, yeah. it's a great song, but trust me, that was a label call. Like that was a call to be like, yo, we need to put these these things together. Him mm-hmm. and Lauren. You get what I'm saying? It just felt like yeah. a, um like a handshake deal, like help. Um call up, um, I can't remember what yeah, label, I mean, Fuji's on, but call up them and put Columbia. It's it it sounded like somebody put that together. Not that they were chilling at a lounge. Hey, let's work together. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Like, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like they they did this in the studio. Yeah, I feel like there is, there's no like real uh, precedence for them working together before. Right, or since, right, so or after, right. Like, it seems like a one-off. Or yeah. after, it's not like Common is on the Fuji's record, or you even saw them on Posse Cuts together. It seemed like this was like take uh you know rapper A and rapper B and mix. Right. That's what it feels like to me, and it came out great. It I almost seems like feeling, a no-brainer though. Right, of course. Like if you're a label exec, yeah. that's like the easiest, right. like mm-hmm. most. Right. effective marketing move you can make but even think about the rest of the album like he's putting ca- he's putting cannabis on the record when cannabis is running the mixtape world so yeah, he's yeah. on the album you know what i mean yeah. like and that song was on mix everywhere like that gave common like oh yeah. people were like oh shit common's out again because of cannabis. because because but that beat that beat with the lauren song is not that dope beat no Sorry, I'll give that no. two seconds. It has a video, you know, and, and like Badu's on the album. Uh, I think CeeLo's on the record. Yeah. Roots, Black Dog, Q-Tip. I mean, even, but like even the lead single, like reminding me of Seth. I remember seeing that video all the time on BET. And that's what made yeah. me buy that record was yeah. that video, not the Retrospect for Life joint. Um, and then oh, I remember I bought the my tape. Mic went up. That's cool. Um, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can hear you. No, I was going to say that the beat. I, I wasn't a big fan of that beat. No, that all. beat's like whatever. It's yeah. nothing special. But it had a video that was pretty powerful. And like I had the tape of this album also like when it, when it came out. So having that song fourth, but then the actual lead single reminding me of Seth, like track 16 of 17 on cassette, it was a little rough. I was Wait, like, it was reminding me of Seth, the, the lead yeah. single? Yes. It wasn't, the, it wasn't Retrospect for Life? No. Retrospect came out after. Really? Yeah. So Seth was the first one because it's like a party joint. You know what I mean? It's like upbeat and shit. And then the sex, second song was the Lauren joint. So like, I think we can all can agree that one day it'll all make sense is 
top two common albums still two three like upper upper tier it's definitely right? top five okay out of 50 definitely the best of the first era like if, if yeah. we're saying that this is the first uh chapter or whatever yes section. okay so now let, let's so move to the sex wait, okay can, we, can we talk about because i i think a lot of things that like at least for me like when i was listening to it i was Do like it. I'm wondering if the thing that we actually loved about this era was no ID way more than come. That's yes. Because his production is insane. Dude, even the era. beats on friggin' can I borrow a dollar? Amazing. Are banging. Banging. Yeah. And he's just doing like New York approximation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so then my other question is, <laughs> is retrospect for life the rap version of Brick by Ben Folds? I don't know that song. <laughs> Uh, I see what you're doing. I see. I see. I see yeah. what you did there. Uh, it might very well be. There's yeah. not a lot of uh, abortion jams out there. Um, <laughs> you know. uh, my question that I think about a lot when I was listening to the album uh, in preparation for this was: Does a song like that get made, and does it fly in our current climate? Um, you know, like it. I feel like it, it, you would think that in our current age right now, there would be more songs talking right. about this and right. yeah. there's really not. Uh, what do you guys think? Do you think that that's something that like, is there a 2021 uh, version of retrospect for life that, that gets uh, made or no? Nah. I mean, depends who the artist is, I guess, I guess that'll be my atmosphere. Did you remember when Chino XL did that line where he was like, <laughs> He said, like, go to the abortion clinic, bump in the common jam. Like, he said that episodes. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's fucking fucked up. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, uh, I mean, Drake Drake might do it. You know what I mean? I, who the fuck knows? Like, he probably wouldn't. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I think, you know who would? J. Cole. He would do that song. <laughs> And, and then the it would be a thing. Message or does the theme of the song change at all from a mid '90s perspective to now? All right, I'm I'm sorry, I had to no doubt. Uh, I mean, like the, towards the end of the song, he says he's <coughs> he's basically saying at the end of the song, like I need to change my life if we're gonna do this, and I'm ready to do that. Like he even says, like you know, lately he's like quit, quit smoking the beaties, and I think he's saying that the girl or to him, like we need to get our shit together if we're gonna do this. So I have, so here's my perspective. So, um, like I said, I didn't really like the beat. And also I was feeling attacked. This is early in my life. So mm -hmm. I don't think we, I don't think I had anybody pregnant at that point. Mm. What album, what year? This, this came out in 97. 97 right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. I um, remember about by 97, I had partaken in a few abortions at that time. Mm. And so I was feeling conflicted because I was like, um, you know, who are you to change your course on like, you know, trying to control you know you you know you procreating and stuff like that like i just felt mm -hmm. like um i felt it was like a little tongue and cheeky because i was like you know you're speaking from a point of you probably went through a pregnancy and it's okay like mm. you know what i'm saying like that was it was a, it was a real thing for me because i went through those decisions so mm. um thinking about it um and posing a question of, about it being applicable today it's funny because <laughs> someone like that today can be twisted for like a republican campaign Right. they wanted to that's true um, and yep. so i remember i just remember back then like liking the song but keeping it to myself because i felt like i would be a hypocrite mm. fully liking the song because i did partake in abortion back then mm. and so i just felt like he was just kind of you know two in a bush kind of talking 
like talking with house money, talking about abortion, and I'm like, you probably ain't been through no boy. I would say I was, I was very, I had a very personal reaction to it, so mm. um, just because of my what I was going through personally. Going back to Sean's point about can this song be made today? Um, I mean, I think the conversation would even get to like who's allowed to make this song today, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like logic, they would let logic do that. Kendrick. No, I don't think they would. I, I, I don't think. I don't think the because, point of view wait. that Common is coming with will be the point of view that's acceptable and not even the decision that's made in the song. I think more than likely, if the song is made in 2021, it has to come from a woman's perspective. Yes, exactly. Good point. That's Good what point. Yeah. Oh, okay. For like, yo, uh, what, what is fucking uh, <laughs> whoever you want to say? Like, we, we don't need like a guy stepping in like, yo. Megan the Stallion. Like yeah. taking responsibility for for the pregnancy was not a common theme in mid nineties. Not a like, like <laughs> him, him growing up in the song. Like <laughs> let's put the BDs down and all like that. Was not back then. We were talking about gold diggers and skeezers and she going for Tyson for the money. Like that's what was going on around that time. So I just remember, um, like I remember listening to the song. Like yo, fuck you, Carmen. How are you gonna tell us to do that? You know what the deal is. Like these are situations that you, you can't just. Tell us to take care of our child. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know what Fuck it is. You. It's the 90s. Fuck you, like, Cobb. It's the 90s. That's how you, it's the 90s. That's how you Fuck you, Cobb. But it's 1997. Fuck you. Know what I'm saying? You know, so, um, yeah. I had a, well, that's, um, that's, also, that's some wait, wait, wait. Um, I wanted to also point out, because uh, I was vocally absent. It's Dion, big time Dion, but don't forget um, Tony. Why not? Like, he was producing too on the early Yeah, He only has a couple beats. But yeah, but I always thought it was like Dion and Tony, like in terms of common sound. And I was I yes. was impressed by that because I was like, man, he's only using them two. You know, he, you know, yes. he didn't really like um get a premiere beat or you know or Pete no. He had his, he had his two guys. True, and I was very impressed with that. That's true, hundred percent. And so, but to talk about premiere that's production in there though on the first album, yeah. There was was, oh yeah, because they're on relativity. Okay. Yeah, they were on relativity. Okay, so they all yeah. See? So okay, so now that brings us to like our next tier of records, which let's is a, oh, a commercial break. break. Let's let's take yeah. a is this our paid commercial break? Could this no, they they haven't sent until we get the products, we're not supposed to uh all right. Well we, we yeah, we, we shouldn't talk about them. we shouldn't talk about the KY industries like that. It's not official yet. We didn't sign the paper. No, all I know is um I think I see my invoice with my products of being mailed and one of my products said like the fit or the sack or something yeah. like it was like <laughs> Like I'm, I'm gonna be secure when I get my product. That's look, that's what it said at the little. little yeah, we're, we're gonna. Yeah, we're, yes. Okay, good, good shit. So we're, we're going. Talk, I'm going in for it. Talking, I'm going for it when we do that commercial. Lineage of odd, <laughs> odd discographiness of 14 albums deep. The best worst rapper of all time. Common sense. Uh, and Sean from the questions, he agrees with everything we're saying. He thinks he's unbelievably corny, painful, long-winded, and should cut his albums down. Yes. <laughs> That's not Sean's podcast. He is not liable for the uh, slander we shall bring upon thee soon. Yeah. Double down, boy. New album, Vegas Vic from yours truly, Zilla Rock. First solo album since 96 Mentality. Out on Chong Wizard Records. Right now, available around the world. You can cop the digital on iTunes if you want. You can buy it for a G on Bandcamp if you're a real boss like that. However you want to get it, we got tapes, very limited, CDs also, beautiful vinyl, all the artwork designed by PQ. Got everybody from Co-op Culture Record Crew in the mix. Album executive produced by Disco Vietnam. Just joining us, fly, energetic, fun, roulette tables popping, 
free drinks all night with the cherry in there. Whatever you want to get, we're doubling down. We're going to get in the car. We're riding out to America's Flavor. Vegas Vic, Zilla Rocka, new album, out now. Yo, what up? It's Alex Ludovico, and I'm inviting you to check out, as of Friday, April 2nd, my new compilation, Cocaine and Therapy, executive produced by my man, the god, Zilla Rocca. Available only at insubordinaterecords.com. Don't go to streaming, don't go to your little Apple or Spotify. Insubordinaterecords.com. Check out the merch for the record, and then check out Zilla's dope merch that's coming out with it. It's a combination release between Insubordinate and $3 Pistol. Wish I was a little bit cooler, wish I was a hooper, wish I had a girl that looked good, I could scoop her in a sick whip with a floor kit. I ain't got shit, oh damn, I'm a loser. Wish I was a little bit cooler, wish I was a hooper, wish I had a girl that looked good, I could scoop her in a sick whip with a floor kit. I ain't got shit, oh damn, I'm a loser. Boom, 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 call out culture. Yeah, we out here. Check it out. Um, if you fuck with us on Patreon, again, that's some you should be doing that already. Uh, come fuck with us on Patreon, patreon.com backslash call culture. You get the episodes three, four days early, all type of exclusive and crazy, crazy, wild shit songs, outtakes, uh, whatever. That's it's on there. All right, so let's get back to this. Ready? All right, the, the next tier of the common sense era including an album that is 77 minutes and 51 seconds long, like Water for Chocolate. It, it, His best. Including, in, including if you were to ask Questlove. You're breaking up. Your sounds your sounds off. Career. Up, bro. What'd you Sorry. say? Um, if you would ask Love, he would take responsibility for this era of common musical output. <laughs> well, it's say, mainly Dilla, though. It's Dilla. It's all Dilla. No, but I'm just saying, but remember, think about the tweets and the retrospectives he talks about when he talks about Soul Clarion and them getting getting busy on like common stuff. You yeah, would Soul, Soul Clarion was like James Poyser and Questlove discovering Dilla and being like, oh, let's just steal that. And then like, oh, that's our but thing. We just thought of that. that. Like, yeah, Quest. Yeah, he was the mastermind. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, like, if you ask Quest, I think and I think you could put him on a lot of tech. If you ask Quest, I think he'll say like, oh, it's like water for chocolate. You're responsible. Oh, yeah, it's me. I did that. Like he would, I yeah. think he would say, nah, well, he'd be potentially. Very, I think he right. would. Well, so, so Sean thinks this wrong, is his but. best album still. So, why do you think that is? Well, first and foremost, let's address it. You said it earlier. It's almost all Jay Dilla production. Now, here's a theme that we touched upon a little bit before. We're going to touch upon this as we continue to go through the chronology here. The common albums and what your opinion of them is largely based on who's doing the production. hundred percent correct. Can make or break. Mm. And so if we, and we, we have one of the continue, sure. producers of all time doing the, the bulk of the production. Right. And when he can't do it, okay, we'll throw in a fucking DJ premiere beat. Like, okay, right. already the production blueprint, the formula here is impeccable. I think also by this point in the game, I think, you know, he might not have had necessarily all of the thematic retrospection of like the previous record, like mm -hmm. I guess an argument where maybe he was, you know, maybe a little bit more thematic with his pen on one day it all makes sense. But to me, I don't know. I might have just some like personal bias as well. Cause this was when I was really tapped in. This was okay. like where it felt like I was experiencing it more in real time than necessarily mm -hmm. having to go back and do some, you know, recon or whatever. But to me, 
like like Water for Chocolate is the best record in his catalog, and it's from one of my favorite eras of, sure. of hip hop. There's, there's also a company you keep element to this because this is when he's fucking with Rockets MCs, one nine 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 rhyming with most deaf in them, rhyming with Black Thought, respiration. So like you would, that's I think that's where the uptick in the lyricism on his part is coming from. He's run, you know nah. running around with Pharaoh Monch. Nah, no, totally disagree. You know. Totally disagree. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's 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 my only opinion. in a sense. You're right. No, no, you're you're correct in that he had that gap in between one day and then like water. It's like three air, three three years. Yeah. Yes. And so he did a bunch of like uh, white labels. He did that song Techzilla with high tech. He did one nine nine. He did uh like that they used cab to say, yeah. The, yeah, that joint's crit car horn with forty five yeah. king. He did a bunch of cool records. I, I wrote about this a few years back with with a passion the whites, like like the lost years of common when he was doing that, and like he's on the the, the what's called Black Star Joint. He's on the yeah. Lyricist Lounge album, freestyling with Pharaoh. He's them. on the roots. He's on one of the roots records around this time. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's on Things Fall Apart. Right. Yeah, um, well, but that, I guess that was before. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's on Illadelf too. Right. For Itel. Say that uh, I absolutely love his verse on Stakes Is High. Uh, the, the business. Uh, business. When he says yeah. Greg, Greg Luganus with his. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they even blurred that out back. Then. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> They, they even back then would like homophobic slurs were just as common as well, not um, intended. They were as common as, you know, like brushing your teeth. Every rapper could say it when he said it, they were like, eh, it's a little too much there. We got to scrub that out of the uh, retail. But anyway, um, so so I said it, I, I said all that to say to Castro his he had a good little run of popping up on indie records. But when you get to like water for chocolate, he still is like clunky uses too many words, his phrasing is trash, his voice sucks. Like, that's all there. Like, there's not much. <laughs> he's the same dude he was. Like, again, listening to all of his albums, he's been a dork for 30 years. Like, he's a Agreed. dork. He's a dork. Like, he, he, was, he was doing dad, like, dad joke rap, like, before. Before it became a thing. Right. Yeah, but he also, like, someone pointed out on Twitter when I was talking about him, like, a week or two ago, I think what... what which was the inception of this show, his phrasing is so bad and he does it a lot on this. Like, I think, I think Phil Leotardo <laughs> said, he said like, um, the one line he says, he's like, um, he's like on stolen moment. He said in my shit, someone had broken in like a mitt, like shit yes. like that. Or even like control rap is out of like yeah. his yes. phrasing is so stupid and not pleasing in any way to the i mean he died he probably if he really scoured he'd be like you know um oh i, I got would, the examples no, he would ready say, he would say he would say like you know like um you know he shocked me like carvel i screamed he would say that oh he like, has he would, he, uh, the, that's what yes. i'm saying oh He's, they're all there and so my, yeah. my point is there was never like a drop off because there was never an ascent like he's also he's, as deep as a shallow puddle, man. It's like he's, <laughs> he's, right, he wait, is, wait, wait, wait. What about this song? I want to talk about this song in particular, really. Um, it's all up to you, love. With the with the flashcards, like oh that that's that that's your jam. We'll get to, what, what, all right. So that that's electric circus. Yeah, yes, yeah. okay, okay. That, we'll okay. Get to that. okay, that's okay. Okay, so though. so real quick, but, I'm just but saying it's like, like, like tongue and cheeky. You get what I'm saying? Like he's it's not bad. You can't hate on it, but yeah, you can. Ew. Well, here's my thing. Here's okay. what. Here's what. I I just want to say this real quick. Okay. And because we're, we're we're moving through the catalog pretty well, he's 
that like early DOS effects, like knockoff, naughty by nature, Fushnikin style. He was, yeah. Okay. He still does that in like current times where he, if you listen to his new albums, he still will use his voice in ways where you're like, that sounds bad from with you doing that. Like you don't have the capabilities. Like, like I say this as an MC, right? Alaska Castro, right? We all know, like, there's sounds I wish I could pull off with my voice and little ticks and things that I just really, it sounds terrible if I do it. Mm-hmm. And maybe you try it live or maybe in the studio and someone says, yo, cut that shit. You know, shouts to Disco Vietnam Barry. When I record, he makes me do 50 fucking takes. Because when I try to get a little silly and, and, and comedy with my shit, Barry's like, don't do that. No, 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 that's not you. Don't do that. Common will still do like what the foot is at the bottom. What the, what the, like he still is holding Sweet, on. Man. Yeah, like he still is holding on to like these weird vocal ticks well, that he started. And would you say, Sean? Little little cute squeaky shit, kind yeah. of. Sounds yeah, like a sneaker stopping in a gym. Go, ah, all right, so his first song, yes. ah, he, he, Easy Like Sunday Morning. Right. Ah, he does a lot of those vocal inflections yes. all through that song. I, I, I like that. But type play life. his albums from like 2011 on. He still will do shit like this where I'm like, bro, you sound whack as fuck when you do that because your voice isn't good to begin with. But also so taking a whack say, voice and then trying to do like old dirty meets Fushnikins. Like, but we have to say like in the current comment, right, whether it's right. his fault or not, he's Whole Foods rap. So we get a oh, lot yeah. more. We'll, of we'll get to all of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. We get a lot more of him than we would anybody of his ilk, of his style. It, it wasn't corporate sponsored. We wouldn't 100%. hear as much of him. No, I'm just saying, no. you know what I'm saying? I agree. We just would. I think Here's what, what I'll say. <laughs> John, he, John, right. he first discovers Whole Foods. This is like the first, <laughs> like, maybe he hasn't even gone. Like, he's hanging out with people who, like, they started going to Whole Foods and they're bringing yeah. it out. It's like, yo, have you heard of patchouli? And like, whoa. What, he what did is- South by Southwest. Exactly. Yeah, there, there's a line he says on one of these new albums where he says something like, I get the bread and it's gluten free. Like he said that and I wanted I know, to fucking I know blow my did. brains out. Yeah, or before you said albums. it, Z, I know he did. Before you said it, like I think he might be the first MC oh, that I, I heard I, him, him say um, hummus. <laughs> yes. He invented hummus. Sean, what were you going to say? Do you qualm with the with the the tone of his voice or is it the writing? Like which Both. Is, his writing oh. is bad and then his his nasally tone doesn't do himself. He it's, you know what it's like? Okay. Let me say, let me say, let me get to it. It's, it, it's like an athlete who is a fucking role player who is doing way too much. Okay. So it's like Jamie Moyer in baseball. He's amazing because he throws 80 miles an hour. He played till he was 50 fucking years old because he throws 80 miles an hour. When Jamie Moyer was trying to throw 96, he was out of baseball. You see what I'm saying? Like his gift was no, no, no. I just throw slow as shit forever. He, he named himself his biggest weakness. His choices are common. <laughs> right, like yes. if if you if you if you would look at like <laughs> if there was multiple choice when you write in a rhyme and it was up in front of your face, he picks the easiest basic yes. choice. You know what I'm saying? I'm yes. three wheeling it. I'm on a tricycle. Like he'll right, say yes. that. Like thank you. That's, that's what he'll say. Like and he just makes the most common choice. And to to I'm serious. I'm sorry to corporate sponsors, the uh, weed whackers. Hey, the man, DNC. Yo, his let's his one album guy. is fucking like, Democratic National Convention. Anything. Gallon bro. of Waters. Uh, yes. Shamwa. Yo, man, we need to get that guy with our product. Like, he, seriously, he's doing car, Target commercials, and I think. <laughs> 
That's he figuratively and literally walked away from the common sense, and now, <laughs> and now he's just common. And again, it's this so, is like hardcore rappers saying this about him. That's all. We're we're going in on, on a technical like, level. Right. On a on a, on, he says on a shit basic like, like cab drivers, I'm in the fast lane. Yes. Oh my god. Like when god. it comes to building, I'm the doorman because I open doors. No, oh. like Yo, it's like these are, the, these are the things you do when you're not sure you're kind of just starting out. And so let, let me pick something safe. Let me write something I can get away with. These are like your first rhymes. These are your Fisher Price, my first rhymes. And his whole yes. style is turned into that. My Fisher Bro. Price first run. Did you know he made a he made a sequel to I Used to Love Her? Did you know that? I think I did. It's called and not Her the Love. Erica Badu song. No, it's called Her Love from 2019 on the album titled Let Love, produced by Dilla. Okay, he and this is what he does. I'm, I'm gonna give you a brief snippet. Okay, we're, we're fast forwarding a little bit, but on the ver the second verse. And he's still doing three verse songs in 2019, by the way. He, on the third verse, <laughs> Castro, I swear to God, he says, in young thugs, you see a future. You recognize little oh Uzi ain't wait. here to shoot you. At stop, 21, stop, wait, wait, stop. at 21, you knew I was a savage. savage. But you said oh, common, you will never be average. average. Oh, you my it. God. He did not say I have an Uzi. Oh, my God. <laughs> you told me I'm the main, like Gucci, with a chance to rap and make movies. <laughs> come on, bro. Oh, come right. Right. So, listen, oh, listen. Can, uh, is, is my mic better now? I know my mic was sure. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, yell. Just yell at us. Fancy mic. Fuck it. I'm just going to use my laptop speakers. Go off the head. Uh, I I have never and would never argue that he's somebody who's a top tier lyricist. I've never looked at his writing, even in even in the song that was like this mind blowing thing. Like, yo, it's like he was rapping about a woman, but it was hip hop the whole time. Like, I get it. I appreciate it. But like, it, it never it never struck me in this way that was like, oh, my God, like he's operating on like this whole other level for me. The, and the, the, I'm not going into like common apologist mode here, but these are the things. And, and I, I want to know more, Zillow, why you're saying he's the best or he's the worst uh best rapper but for me it's about like the cadence and like the the, the flow it, when when it's not clunky it works you know what i mean and i think Agreed. when he masters Agreed. that that's that's when he's really like in his lane like like a taxi cab driver and then uh the <laughs> the other element of it is what i referred to earlier is that I don't think he gets credited enough for this, but he is one of the few artists that consistently goes, yo, I'm going to go with one producer and I'm going to make something cohesive. And sometimes it's sure. stories that you hate, you know, sometimes Correct. Like, we're, we're going to get into that. Yes. You know, later. Well, let, let's but, do it right now. I got some. Let's got talk some. about this era a little more because we didn't talk about okay, this here, era at all. We just here it jumped is. ahead to like, oh, yeah, shit no, so I got, I got, I here got, it is. so I got something, I got something I want to talk about. So this is my favorite. Here it is. Um, this is my favorite common pun. Uh, excuse me, my common verse ever. Did he ever even better than I verbal murder? It. Yes. See, so verbal you, murder. Yes, you do, brother. Verbal murder two is on Soul Survivor soundtrack. A uh, Soul Survivor, a uh, Pete Rock, the first one, right? And it's common pun in Nori, and common is dissing rappers that are pun in Nori on the same damn song and nobody picks it up mm. like um it's like some modern day andre 3000 shit where like yeah get so on look songs i gotta and, say like, the verse i gotta say the verse because it's incredible it's um we just it's, begun I, I, the story 
say, yo, we just begun the story. Calm, pun, and nori. nori. Look to the sun for glory as time runs before me. I'm after the day of judgment. I'm still before the jury explaining why I was in a gun orgy. He was fucking with me. I ain't no I ain't ducking no MC. MC. With the knowledge is a little thug blood in me. This stud bumped into me. Beef, it was finna be. My appetite for destruction, destruction is finicky. finicky. Yep. He was an industry type, influenced by magazines and snipes. Rocked Adidas, but he but had, had no, no stripes. stripes. I could tell in high school that he had no fights. Hold dick better than he hold mics. He spiked his punchlines with current events. Called for backup like one time when he heard it was sense that deliver words with intents to kill. Whether the hip hop type country rapper or Big Will, I peeled some raps back. They peeled his caps back. back. Fucker thought I was abstract. Now it's like his backtrack. In the center of the party, his crew identified the body. body. Left him signing the wait list saying, I can't take this fake fake shit. shit. I put that on the inside on the inside of my rap book. I was such a powerful verse to me. I wrote that whole thing. That inspired like rhymes and rhymes. Because I was just like, that is the, to me, that was the height of common. Nothing corny in there. No. The double entendres. Yep. I left them in the center of the party. They couldn't identify the body signing the wait list. Like, I can't take this fake shit. And I, mm. I, I was picturing this whole thing. And then I'm listening. I'm like, yo. And then common, uh, and then pun comes on and Nori, they, but they do typical verses. Yep. I said, he's dissing them on their own song. Yes. And I, I would, that was big, big time for me. So that was around that time. So he did that. That's 98. Yep. But Electric <laughs> Circus is in 2002. Right. So, like Water for Chocolate Let's is. Let's go. So like Water for Chocolate go. is the there's the Electric Lady Land, you know, Soul Quarian Vibe magazine yes, cover Badu, yes. James Poyser, Dilla, the, um, all that, the right? Colored, the colored um pictures, the Gordon Parks pictures. Right. That whole thing was going for it too. So I'm traveling, where, all that shit a, is great. Yeah, that's that's where he was seeping into like black power and black consciousness. Yes. With that Sixth sense, you know, Bilal, like he brings Bilal, Bilal to the game, right? Yep. So when we get to Electric so, Circus, can can I say something real quick? Sure. Yes. Uh, about like Water for Chocolate. Yes. Here we go. You Watch this. this. You Watch hate this, this fellas. I actually love the record. I hated it, and it's really fucking good. Yes. What changed? Like, thank you, last. What changed? What changed? He got um, older. I got older, but my perspective shifted. So, so a little back history. When that record came out, there was like a real like sort of line of demarcation in the press between Def Joke style, like underground. Oh, and like okay that player. style. And it was like, there was a real sort of like, you have to be one or the other. And there was like real, like sort of tribalism. Like what other group? A what feeling other of tension would, between the... like, we thought they sucked, they thought we sucked. Well, yeah. And there was like, there was an acceptable um, underground. There was like underground being touted as like, oh, this is artful and meaningful. So and then who there's, was this, then there's weird proper. shit. Like, fuck, fuck yeah. this weird shit. Like, it's sub. Yeah, sub who, was, who was underground proper, like with them? Like the roots in them? Like, the roots mm-hmm. and then like that whole sort of style, like common, Steph, Brockus, yeah, yeah, okay. and then oh. there was like us idiots, right? Um, so you know, I think, I mean, I know I was like, fuck them, like this shit is boring, right. yes. Um, but then, in comparison, and, and I, I haven't listened to it since two thousand. I've not listened to that record since two thousand. Did you guys ever did. like go and raid like their listening parties and like tea, like toilet paper? They're like, you know, house we did, you know, a couple times we <laughs> we we showed up at their keggers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff with non-alcoholic just, yeah, beer yeah. and just watch them like, oh, look at these guys pretending they're drunk. So what's the, what's, what's the adjusted perception on the record? It's, like great. Because, oh, okay. it's a great record. Um, it's yeah, solid so all the way through. I mean, it's a little long. Uh, but yeah, I, I was just really <laughs> actually this whole era of common. 
I've done like a three or one eighty on it. Three sixty. I mean, I just came back to hating it, but uh, right. I did a one eighty on it. It's, it's really like from this to Finding Forever is fucking great. It might be Bong. his best era. Bong. Let's get to the best record. Call it out. It's really good record, Castro. I'm with you. Electric Circus. This okay. Is the one Zilla okay. hates me for how much I love this record. I just I well. I was on board tricking myself into thinking it was a shit back then because I was in a rap group where we were like, no genres. We're going to do so many things. We're going to experiment. We're going to fucking rap on double time then rap on rock beats then rap on Neo soul. So when this came out, I was like, oh, I like it because everyone hates it. It's too weird, except for the single. Right. And then I had like the poster on my fucking wall. And then as time went on, I was like, I don't play this album. That's all. I just don't go back to it much. I don't think it's trash. I just don't think it's I don't think it's as good as like water for chocolate. I don't think it's as good as B. I don't think it's as good as one day. It's not trash. I mean, again, there are so many trash albums awaiting everyone if you want to get to more recent common records. But like I remember at the time hearing it, you know, like Aquarius is an awesome song. Soul power is pretty weird. Um Soul power the shit. I got a right to with the Neptunes is pretty cool. Riding my car, smoking my shit. Yeah, um, I, I love that. I love that song when it came out, and that's one that I can't listen to now. Because like, even uh, on that one, Sean, he's like, "Yo, but the fuck did me? You're gonna fuck it with me?" So <laughs> it's, up, bro. it's ironic. It's ironic because now I'm gonna I'm gonna backpedal on something that I said earlier. He's really good at picking a sound and an aesthetic and leaning into it, and he absolutely did that on Electric Circus. But in doing so, it almost it he picked a sound that was so like that was so definitive and sort of different from what he does that he sticks out, in my opinion, terribly on this album. That like yes. it, there's just like yeah, it's I think I would thought. love this album if there was a different MC. Q tip, give it the Q tip. If, if it was well, no. Andre, you know where he went. You know where he went. Where he went. Um, most. Uh, he most went, you know. Record. You know where he went a measure too far. That first, this shows that if if there's gonna be any Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> tribute, leave it to Andre. Yeah. Um, but like him trying that Jimmy thing, that was like uh, uh, was rock that was a dream too far. Like he was really in yes. Erica's on the song, and that's when I was like, "Here go," because you know what it reminded me of. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Wayne with the guitar, mm. like it reminded Ooh. me of that. Like, like you know, like you're going, no you're good. really reaching it because it felt like a move that you thought you should do because of the type mm -hmm. of artist you're trying to emulate. Like you just put, you just said electric lady. Now I'm gonna get into my Jimmy shit and now I'm gonna make a song damn near, you know, a cover of a Jimmy song. And I'm like, nah, yeah. this, this somebody at the studio should have been like, nah, buddy. I appreciate the ambition. I totally yes. do. And I, I think that it's like really admirable, but yeah, to your point, I feel like he, his ambition was too great for what he was capable of doing at that time. And, you know, regardless of, uh, you know, whether it was Poiser or Dilla or Questlove and how, like, what the contributions were in terms of who was steering that ship. And maybe he played more of a, you know, hand in helping to steer that ship than we're giving him credit for. And he deserves credit for that. But in, in terms of being able to deliver as the MC on the record, that's where it fell short, I think. And by that point, too, to on Alaska's point, like, I was listening to a bunch of actual quote-unquote weird underground shit that was bucking the norms of like you know being avant-garde mm. and actually pulling it off in a way that felt like it was a success so to me cool. like the record was just i don't know it didn't it didn't necessarily click but it not but i found myself in a weird position because i knew a lot of people who didn't like the record because it was quote-unquote weird and i was like you're wrong but you're <laughs> also correct that this is not a good record right. but but not for the reason that you think it is sure and and it's 
I remember Dilla said something about people saying they, they didn't like the beats on the album and, and talking to Dilla. And Dilla was like, and I've, I use this all the time to people. Dilla was like, don't blame me. He fucking picked those beats. <laughs> I had way like, hotter shit. He picked after, those after beats like for me. Water, you wouldn't think that that was a Dilla Cruz record. You right. don't think that Electric Circus, that Dilla had much to do with it because it wasn't like classic Dilla sound and classic Dilla and Common sound at that point, which you're getting really familiar Correct. with. Right. So all right, why, why don't we take a quick break and then we're gonna move on to the Kanye era of I hate, no, I hate that. Oh, I, hate I that. love this era. I hate this one. I love this era. Bring it on. Let's do it. We'll be back. Co-op culture uh with Sean from the questions and uh Ken Octoshelf. We'll be back. Yo, peace people. It's Premrack. Just wanted to hop on and tell you about my new album, Load Bearing Crow's Feet. Out now, everywhere on Backwood Studios. Shouts to the Wrecking Crew, shouts to Call Out Culture. Shouts to Willie Green, shouts to Billy Woods at Backwood Studios. Shouts to Shrapnel. Shouts to Brain Orchestra, Denmark Vesey, Messiah Music, Small Professor, Fresh Kills, Willie Green, myself, everyone that handled the beats, everyone that delivered the, the rhymes. AJ Swade, Henry Canyons, Castro Zilla, yeah. Fielded and Elusive. And Marcus Penn on the cuts. Dr. Quandry on the art. Pick it up wherever you pick up music. Thank you. Peace. The shortest story you ever fought with blues and no one's true. Call Culture Podcast. We are here. We're back again. We're gonna talk good music, Kanye era now of the common career, including B and Finding Forever. I love both these albums. I love them. I think the I'm beats are fucking thumbs awesome. Down on B. I love Super B. thumbs down. Love why I you, why not, imagine if they gave I, these beats to Ghostface at that same time. Look, look y'all, Ooh. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go heavy. Fuck dude, these beats. Like, the corner, the, you don't fuck with the, the I hate the corner. Fuck That's the fight. Shy City, is, is, the food, nah, real no, people. This you're, is, you're wild. Real people's really good. Real people. Kanye. This is Kanye since wearing a common West skin suit. Everything <laughs> he walked in the crib. Got two Everything kids and my baby mama like late. So much like uh-oh, a Kanye uh-oh. decision. And I'm like, yes. I remember saying to myself on B, is this your record? Is this Kanye's record? Like, it, it, yes, it reminded me exactly. of, um, no, that's not a good thing. And, and Glory this record turned me off. No, on Damn. Glory, when they um when um, Trip was Trip was going on about Morgan Freeman, he said, it's your old woman, it's your old man, I forget. And that's mm. what I, I was like, whose record is this? Everything was a Kanye type decision. I remember that. And I did oh. not like it. Go, go, exactly, go, and it's, go, and, and go. he's and doing the some, go. He's doing the RZA, RZA move. This shit that feels crazy. Kanye's got all the hooks. Yes, because like, like his hooks are with... fucking awesome. No, his hooks man, are fucking no, awesome. no. I wish I, I could say, get his feeling. I, I wish I, I could. I will get say, I, I do uh, like the uh, corner. Uh, uh, I feel like the corner is a, is a hard <laughs> beat. I, I feel I, like, I like that is I such like... a corny last poet submission. Stop. Last poet Yes, it's last poet by number in terms of the poem. Serious. The corner. Just as just as artists such as our very own friend Common Sense, just as they contain multitudes, I as a listener also contain multitudes. And so this is going to seem a little contradictory to what I just said before. But my biggest qualm would be was how much he fucking did an about face and kind of tucked his tail in between his legs after Electric Circus did not go. The fact mm, that he, yeah. did the, he did the Kaiser Sose off that shit and he went like super fucking creative, artistic, like, yo, you thought the Soulquarian shit was crazy. I'm We're really going to the moon now. And it didn't work. And then he was like, hey, guys, just kidding. Soul Beats. Uh, call, in, Ka- call Kanye. 
I yeah, understand. You know, Sean, I understand why he did it. I understand that it was necessary, and he would not be where he like. It kept him relevant. I kept him relevant. It saved his career. But from mm-hmm. an artistic standpoint, I can't necessarily respect somebody who shakes off something because it didn't mm-hmm. work. You know. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what point, worked. Um, this album. Point. This album peaked at number two in the charts. See, Electric oh, Circus peaked at number. And, and Walmart is the best store in the world because right. it's yeah. the most listen popular. G, listen, G, G, do you want to be weird or do you want to make this dough? You tell me. Do you, do you want to be a smoking aces or do you want to be a relativity records? You tell me. Open it for beat nuts. This, this motherfucker put man. out the song Faithful and thought it was deep when he was like, what, what if God, God was, a was a her? He says like that. I was like, or testify. Or the song testify in which the, in which the, queen the fucking, pen. yeah, the queen pen as if that was a uh, pen uh, from the uh, third star. Uh, uh, this is real like top notch corner surface level shit. Daddy was a hustler, so she loved him. Where's the song with the blind girl in the in the side cards? Where's that song? That's all that's all come close. That's all electric. Yeah, okay. So listen, she's blind. She's fucking deaf. Look, wait a minute. This is also the album where I realized that common hates women. Go on. No, wait, wait, wait. Before you get to talk about this song, I want to talk about the song. Okay, go ahead. Talk about the song. So I felt bad, right? Because I'm like, and Z, I swear, I thought she was blind. You you, you broke up with a deaf girl right before the song. No, it's just like, I'm like, wait a minute. How could I like like this song? It's like they did a video for it. They took the time. He's in the front. And it's like that John Cusack thing. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. If I hate this, like, I hate love. Like, I I hate this. I don't like love. So he kind of just tricked me. It's, it's a, a like, yeah, you gotta kind of like, you kind of gotta like this song, it, especially they yes. made the video. There's a girl in there, you like Mary on, J man, like, on the hook. Come on, bro. Yes. So, yeah, so but, Alaska, um, but Eddie's cheese that is a hot, cheese song. Hot take why does why does common hate women go? I don't know. You gotta talk to him. It's Erica, <laughs> but Erica Bob, no, it's, he's hate. always hated women. If you look through, he's like that weird, like, dude that poses as conscious so yes. that he could be a predator. Yes. Ooh. That's his whole thing, dude. He's like definitely that dude when I listen to his music because he's always like, every song's about how he treats women great, but then he's got like nine side chicks. He's only talking about physical appearance and them cooking right. for him. He's never talking <laughs> about what they bring to the fucking table as people. They're just props for him to pretend to be conscious. It's yes. awesome them cooking for him. He yep. does have a lot of love about chicks cooking for him. Queen, I see <laughs> the beauty in you. Now go make me a sandwich. You, you know got ass mean? and you cook. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He did, listen, no matter what happens, B is the shit. That shit is it on is, it. I don't give a oh, fuck. Okay. How, how is that the conclusion that you, you come to all after all this? No matter what happens. <laughs> listen. People lie. Opinions change. Numbers don't lie. That's, two, that's, Bill that's Zilla. That's Number Zilla reading two. reading the cue card that he already Thank wrote. You. Like, he's just like, yeah, hey, we can all the agree. Real one. Look, it's just coming in front of them. I mean, podcast. Olivia Rodrigo is just as good as Michael Jackson in Thriller. Yes, dude. Yes. Hello. The audience doesn't lie. Listen, in the third row, right? I'll say this. Third row I'll, I'll say this. Uh, all joking aside, B is the last time people were like. Oh, what's this new common album about? Oh, Kanye, John Legend. Oh, right. That last shit was whack. Wait, Erica B, B fake... stood for before Erica. That's isn't what people there, were saying. Isn't there, um, isn't there a fake get by song on this record? Please nah, tell me. Nah, no, 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 no. There's yeah, no, there's no, there's no there's, fake get, get by on. You sure? There's not on a fake B? get by. Nah, not, not on, not on that one. Because okay. this, this is and this is late registration ever. Kanye. This is Kanye like tapping in the ill shit and looking at common being like, bro, put this, put some fucking sneakers on, take the crochet off. Let's get you back where the fuck you need to be on Chappelle's show, getting this bread. Let's rock and roll. He and gave then, him a solo song on late registration, too. Yes, like I'm on my way home. That joint's crazy. Yeah, that shit's dope. 
That shit's ill. Yo, it's funny because this is like Bilal would do drive-by Afrocentrisms and then roll out. <laughs> So he would come by, be on your album, and you you think you would have to do the Bilal stuff, and then he's out. He don't do nothing more with you. You're not on his album. No, I, I do uh, like I do like they say I do I do like that that song. They say it's amazing. Yeah, like fire. Didn't Bilal? Do I mean, that every common you know? record has at least two to three great songs. Yeah, yeah easily. I, I agree with that. Easily. All of them. Agreed. So Agreed. now, Agreed. Finding Forever. Okay, this is B part two. B part two. B two. Crazy. And, and that actually, to me, to me, look. I the didn't D? like oh, B. Cranks. I didn't like C. I didn't like D. And that's what Finding Forever was. Wow. I don't want no more of that. Bro. I'm telling you, man. All that Kanye stuff. Even I'm the Will I Am joint is kind of fired. I, I want you to I, 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 I like that song. These two records, they're, they're not. I feel like Black Lady? Better all the glitter on the front. Well. The game? The you don't fuck with nah. the game? No, I don't fuck with none of it. I don't like none of this shit. Guys, I don't like none his daughter found Nemo and he found the new Primo. What? Oh my God! I will say this: He, he. Oh, I'll God, give him credit. So I'll bad. give Kanye credit. Kanye unlocked the inner cornball common has been since '92, and it's like, yes, you can be corny and be fucking famous and rich. Don't, no, no. He's like, like, don't be trying to be Pharaoh fucking Monch. No, no one wants to hear that shit. Be talk about Jennifer fucking uh, what's her name? Jennifer Aniston. Like we need that type of shit. They get the, it's provocative. <laughs> it gets the people go. And on. since then, he he just let Common be did as corny and whack as he always was with his punchlines. Did you just say he had the breakup line about Jennifer Aniston? He does. He has he one does. of them on, the, on his album. He has so Jennifer Aniston. Right. I just, just want to say. I just want to say for the podcast listeners' uh, benefit, I've been nodding my head no throughout the past like thirty yeah. seconds. I'm just. I'm not here for any of it. This now, is, like for all the reasons that I said, I like the previous shit. It's like he was working with the best hip hop producer. Right. Thank he, you. He was working with Jay Dilla. Like, and, and then Dilla was the Dilla passed away by this point. I mean, Granted, but but to go to Kanye sucks. so heavy after that is just because it's, Ka- Kanye I know, exactly, I know. all of them so queering ass dudes. He was we like, know, oh, that, that's cute. But but to, but, but the, I mean, the this was good Kanye. This is, that's my point. I'm riding no, for it because I, it's good Kanye. I'm not saying it's not that's good all. Kanye. I'm saying okay. it all sucks when you put it all together. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. You put common with Kanye, and you let Kanye drive the head. It's like that Eddie Murphy movie. We had those million people maneuvering his body. It was like. A million Norbert? Kanye's inside. No, the beats was- matter. The beats matter. He he did equals MC squared on the Jay Dilla album around yes. the same era. That's a hard beat. He's not necessarily coming with you know the best bars on that per se. Right. But for me, the beat carries. A lot of these Kanye beats are undercooked, and and that's no, how I feel bro, about fuck with the people beats. driving Sal me wild. Beats. You don't fuck None with Southside. The, the game nah, black nah, maybe. Nah. Wow. Nah. Black maybe, black maybe. I can, I can clap. To That's to me, crazy. it has the Kanye stench on it, and I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to have nothing to do with it. Uh, are you good music? Uh, are you Cash or Are you getting at your dreams? All right. Um, oh, last there, thing. There was we'll take too a much break. Kanye rhyming on this record. So I agree. thank you. Um, okay, so here we go. This is one we could all agree. on. Universal Mind Control, uh, the least Oof. essential Neptune's product ever Whoa, made. Man. After the all first right, so nerd look. album. There's Maybe. like two songs on here that are like they they're jumping. It's 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 he's riding a beat. You know, it's Neptune's. Like you can do it with your eyes closed. Like there are like two songs. So on there here. there's a three song stretch. Changes inhale what a world. Seven eight nine are fucking crazy. And again, I only know that because I listened to this album the other day. The rest of this album is dog dick. This I shit will tell. Is so I dare trash. the listeners. I dare the listeners to listen to the intro and the first song. 
the whole thing, both of them fully. I dare you to try. You, you know, honestly, I stop. It's very hard. So it is bad. very hard to listen. Come on, y'all, and get it on up. I he's can. like trying like, to do like Bambada shit, but but yes. trying to, he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to be. You know, he's trying to do what most was doing with like um. Good call. Like, uh, Blackjack Johnson. Oh, Blackjack yeah. Johnson. Yes. yes. Good call. Great He was call. trying to Great do that, call. but he was like hedging his bets because he made so much money and sold so much with Kanye, and then Kanye think, got busy. So now he's think, like, oh, Pharrell, let's do like 80s block party. But he, I think he, he, he should have like, done it level. like this. We've done this before. Sorry to cut you off. Not like he should have he tried some of these joints out live because it seemed like that what he was going for. Like the big, get the, get the party jumping. And then if it works, then put it on the record because we talked right. about this before. It is very difficult to to um to replicate that live feeling in a crowd where the beat is banging. You got the crowd doing some call and response, pretty basic right. with you, and putting that on on tape, on magnetic tape, on wax. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult because you can't replicate that. Even if you have thirty people, and I'm telling the listen, even when you have like thirty people in the studio with you because you you invite them over because you want this like crowd effect when you get them in the booth with you. I've had like 10, 12 people in and make that crowd sound or do claps. It's not the same. Right. And these yeah. songs seem like they were built to be played kind of loud and like get a party jump and have the light strobe lights going. Right. But but when you're filling it with little corny um epithet, <laughs> like couplets and stuff and like, come on, now nah, and get the party. Dude, it is loaded <laughs> with <laughs> painful <laughs> bars, like Ooh. painful. Yo, like you, I heard here's in a the first fact. song, he says grooving, grooving. Like he says grooving, moving. And nah. like, he says that like three times. Like, Bro, here's moving. a fun fact. You guys will appreciate this. <laughs> this album dropped the set- fourth quarter, 2008. The album was sold for 99 cents on Zune Marketplace to help promote the album. Zune. Wow. This is a Zune. A he had a video produced, directed by fucking Hype Williams where it has like a fake like robot. Yes. From like, yeah. it's like the yeah. $4 CGI joint. It's so bad. This album is horrendous. It is, not it is inessential. It, it, is, it is not okay. essential. And no. I'm glad you said that, Sean. It's a great word. Thus begins... So that was 2000. So thus begins the next 13 year run of completely inessential music record releases from common. And, and what I thought about today was real quick, Sean, is he's he becomes the anti Nas because no matter how much people fucking hate Nas, call him problematic, oh, ill Matt, all the shit, everyone pays attention when Nas drops to either hate on it or overly rate it. No yes. one after finding forever has given a fuck about a common album. Yes, I agree. No one gives a fuck. Alaska. You're muted. I don't I don't give a fuck about the Nas album. You're the I one person. Oh my God. Go back on mute. That was better when you were muted. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I have to say the next album, Dreamer the Believer, I love this album. <laughs> but also it. let's let's point out what, what's really relevant here because by this point, I don't think it's a coincidence that these albums are still getting put out. Nobody's really caring, but he's really now leaning more into the acting bag. And Correct. Being, you know, like on screen, he's, I don't know exactly when he was Microsoft and when he started doing all that, but you know, <laughs> you know, like this. So what's interesting though, is that he's clearly leaning on that. The music industry is going through and really culminating in the shift that is going to now dictate where we are today. Right. So he's putting out these albums and he doesn't necessarily need to, and, right. and post and really discarding this. This is maybe the only record in his catalog that kind of does this. He's not even really chasing a trend or a sound that would no. be like advisable for him to do. He's just like, oh, that's I why I love it. this record. Dream yeah, it's just him and no ID just he's, making songs. He's definitely not trending. Like, let me make the record of right. these times. He's he not chasing. Do that. He's not yeah. chasing. No, yeah. like the, there's the, he you has rap is his Wahlburgers. 
(laughs) Like the lead single is Ghetto Dreams with Nas. That song is hard as fuck. That has nothing to do with anything that came out in 2011. I got to be honest, don't I don't know much list. about this record or the next record. Like it, 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 this it album's crazy. It, it just flew under my radar and uh, I didn't listen to it before this. Po- I, <laughs> that's how totally much it fair. flew under my radar. I knew I was coming on a podcast to talk about the catalog of comics. Here's the, well, here's the only notable thing. Here's the only notable thing that's happened in the last 10 years since this album came out. This is the album where he dissed Drake, then walked Sweet. him back saying he was dissing himself. Then Drake what? fucking bodied this man on Stay Scheming. Drake wiped the floor with this motherfucker. Drake. And I, that's yeah. when I was like, Common, you are donezo, bro. Drake hammering you. Yes. Yeah, sweet. He did a video for it and everything. He was yep. like in Jamaica. Oh, sweet. Right? Oh, the members yeah. so sweet. sweet. Oh, yeah. He's like, blah, yeah. blah, yeah. blah. You singing motherfucker. You sweet motherfucker. And yeah. Then Drake, Drake yeah. crushed this man. in that one, too. What was that over? Like, yes. what, like, did he just have a problem with Drake's style or was, what, no, was well, the, he, he went back saying, oh, it was me talking about myself. Like, why am I, you know, why like I, yeah, me pretending to that. be a detractor. But if you feel that way, fuck it. So then Drake fucking I can't stress this enough on stay scheming with French Montana and Rick Ross. He he fucking punts this dude into the sun. Right. And this is like Drake year two or three in the game destroying common and that's when i was like oh you're done bro if drake can fucking crush you like this and he's a new guy and and they i think they were both like dating or breaking up with venus or i think yeah venus, it was venus or something something uh, had to do with venus in there hold yeah. on. Let, let, let me let me do this and we'll take a break hold on wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I, I, I just I, pulled up the lyrics dude let, let me do the drake verse because i okay. <laughs> dude oh do my drake god voice, though. if you're gonna do okay it, do hold it on a all right um but you're not gonna do sweet on an episode no, no, of my no. comment no, I'm going to do the Drake scene. He's like, um, it bothers me when the gods get to acting like the broads. Guess every team doesn't compete with the brothers like ours. That's why I see no need to compete with brothers like y'all. I just ask that when you see you speak up, brother, that's all. Don't be ducking like you never wanted nothing. It's feeling like the rap changed. There was a time when it was rugged. Back when if a brother reached because it was for the record, it was for the weapon. Nowadays, brothers reach just trying to sell their record. Spaghetti Belotis in the Polo Lounge. Me and my G from D.C., that's how I roll around. Might look light, but we heavy, though. You think Drake would pull some shit like that? You never know. Million dollar meetings in the Polo Lounge. Me and my man Oliver North, that's how I roll around. Shorty, want to tell me secrets about a rap brother? I told that bitch is more attractive when you hold it down. That's that Venus Williams shit. He's he's saying you me really like you sold that verse. Yeah, I was about yeah. That. <laughs> you, took, you took the words Dude. out of my mouth. He says, <laughs> um, he says, tell Lucian, I said, fuck it. I'm tearing holes through my budget. Bag it like we in Publix. Take her ass out in public. Order her filet. Told her butterflies. Say she love it. She used the soda nuggets. She, she really just out here thugging. I'm just hitting my pinnacle. You, you and pussy identical. You like the fucking finish line. We can't wait to run it into you. But let me get my mind off that young rich motherfucker getting mine off rap with my brother. He common the fact that common heard that and never hammered him back at all. I was like, you're done. You're done. When he I mean, points out these dudes, he, he even compares common was, to abroad. What's up? I wouldn't even know that that was dissing common. That's all for common. He went out common on that shit. A hundred percent. I don't think. That, that For the record, Zilla is that's a, not very good. It Zilla bothers me when gods Drake. get to acting like the broads. Guess every team doesn't compete with motherfuckers like ours. You, Alaska. He's gonna say it again. I'm telling and, uh, you, he he wrote it. No, I get that, but it's not very good. <laughs> and the and the fact that Common couldn't handle that, he couldn't topple that man. 
Would that but verse feel the need to like break went back to nobody? Him. He, he probably he, wrote he did. Sweet. He responded, he heard... calm and responded. And the shit was corny as fuck. Yeah, he probably wrote it when he was like in his trailer about to shoot his next movie. And then he was like, you know what? I got to leave this alone. I got to get back to my, my actual oh, job. Oh, Com- because did the Stay Scheme and Remix. It's cool. Uh, it's so fucking stupid. I'm like, yo, this. Anyway, I just want to say that he, <laughs> Common got destroyed by Drake. He got destroyed by Drake. All right. So, like, um, that's the it. listeners out there. How do you get destroyed Z- by Drake? This is Zilla Rocket's opinion. It is not me in Alaska. Look at my Let's take a look because I just I just pulled it up. Oh, so you're gonna pull Stay up scheme and lyrics. He doesn't do anything. He said he doesn't say shit. Everybody knows you sweet. What the problem is? Don't play dumb. I'm the one that acknowledged it. Son of a bitch. I imagine I imagine what your father is. He calls them he Canada said, How do I make your opponent the rapper of the moment? His style, he don't own it. Acting hard uh when he hardly liked that. This is the worst battle in the history. Of this, <laughs> I, am, I am really this, disappointed that we have dedicated so wow. much time to the common and this makes the, this doesn't the need to be death talked jokes about. like demigods beef look rough. Oh, <laughs> Here, here's the, all I remember was he said, I'm taking too long with this amateur guy. You ain't wet nobody. You kind of dry. dry. That's the last bar. <laughs> That's, pretty good line. Go. That's the best line out of both of those verses. <laughs> oh my God. There you go. It took him a whole fucking song to do that. Yeah. Anyway, so all right, let's oh, let's take man. let's take our last break. Let's and we'll take our come last back. break closing thoughts on the best worst rapper of all time as, as we've laid it out when because we have none of us have really like dug into these albums the last few albums enough to talk oh no i have i have for some of them not not okay, the next good. one but but yeah yeah no. all right, Zilla, you are we'll still on the hook for um the bet to define what you mean by the best worst rapper yeah you gotta, yeah, you gotta uh, I, I think I, okay sure here yeah, we'll, we'll be right back we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll wrap up with best worst rapper yes Steel's Kitchen, the new compilation from us, Wrecking Crew. The follow-up to last year's Raheem's Lament dropping June 4th at WreckingCrew.Bandcamp.com. All new joints from Shrapnel, Career Crooks, Cargo Colts. All new solo songs from me, Small Pro, Curly Castro, and Premrock. Alaska's on there. Marcus Penn's doing cuts all up and then out piece. Fresh Kills got a beat on there. Shouts to Canada. We got Jason Griff on this piece. Stan Ipkiss, Fat Boy Sharif, our very dear friend. Scorsese, rest in peace. He's on there. Yo, man. Disco Vietnam, Dose 4GW. Woo. Master by Cryptic, one of Adam's fam, and artwork and design by PQ. Family Affair. And our family's the illest. Wrecking Crew Steals Kitchen, June 4th. Get it. Well, did you know you know who I discovered today is anti-vax? Common. Um, Common's anti-vax on the 2020 really? album. Uh yes. What he, he is anti-vax. He what says that he says we don't trust those vaccines. We know what you put in us black people before. Uh, and I was like Tuskegee argument. I was like uh, but actually actually well, okay. it's, Here, it's how about this? I'm labeling wrong. It's not yes. the Tuskegee argument. It's the I don't understand the Tuskegee argument here it is all right we're we're back we're back go on culture we're showing from the questions and can knock the shuffle all right so late more recent era common i i'm not sure how many of these albums sean you've peeped starting after like starting with nobody's smiling which is really weird i have not heard nobody's smiling there's three like amazing songs and the rest of the album is like no ID making the Vince Staples beats from summertime 06, but then giving them the COVID when they're all like brooding, cold blooded, like maniac gangster beats. 
Yeah, that's so, not like, what I want to hear comment on. No. That's, yeah. It's... So Vince Staples is on the record. Um, there's there's the first song is called The Neighborhood, where it has Lil Herb. And when Lil Herb shows up, you're like, wow, this this is the album I want to hear. And then it goes back to common. Like Big Sean <laughs> is on the album, Malik Youssef. Uh, it's fucking odd. I mean, it's his Chicago album, right? Yeah, like, right, that's but he's, how it was, yeah. Yes, but it's him being like Chicago's mean and fucking rugged and gray and fucking smoky. And it's like, like I would say the big the problem. I didn't listen to it, but if he made a Chicago album with Chicago artists, it's peculiar because he's never done that before. He's, well, he's he, never that's really, why he did it, right? He did it, right? He's never and, really and he got in back into Chicago guys. Yeah, so and maybe this, on there, maybe this is a trend chasing album. It's an maybe apology. This is yeah. kind True, of, like, the Chicago apology, is popping around this time, yeah, right. and it's an apology. He's apologizing. Like literally, yes. he he, he doesn't have a lineage of like GLC, any of these guys. He didn't work no. with like. Chicago. Ron well, he has a song Shona. on this album called Rewind That, which is incredible, where he apologizes for basically ditching Twilight Tone and No ID once he started the Soul Quarian shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, like, wow, I just fucking dropped all my Chicago homies to be in New York and chase. But he did. Like, sales. look at, like, look, so like cool. he didn't work with Vic. He didn't work no. with Vic Mensa, Vic Spent. Like, none, he Nobody. didn't really take in anybody nope. Chicago at no. all. And, and, but, right. Uh, but also, he did two albums with Kanye West. So does that count <laughs> but for that's, something? That's <laughs> Chicago with like, but that, by that time, Chicago, Kanye had relocated too. Kanye right. left Chicago in the dust too, you know, except yeah, for a video sure. or two. All right. So then you, you know. get Black America again, this which is all Kareem like. Riggins and this Robert This album I do like. Yeah, I, I am a fan of this album too. Because to me, pretty, this it's, is it's like, okay. it's, it's the closest like recapitulation of like Water for Chocolate. Sure. In my yes. mind. Like, okay. It's all Kareem Riggins. So you got that Dillo. This one is short and sweet, right? No, like uh, no, 15 it's, like, it's almost an hour. Yeah, it's oh, sorry, an hour. sorry. Okay. Uh, but it's got the fucking song uh, with the ODB sample, Pyramids. That sounds uh, weird. That's so you don't weird. like that song? Nah, it, it, that, that sample does not fit that beat to me at all. And he's trying to rhyme like he's rapping all crazy. But it, I don't think I don't hear that beat and be like, oh, dirty. It doesn't do it for me. But I remember it's, the it's single cool. kind of turning me off for this record. That cool. I, really dive into it. I think this is the album where he says he. Th- this is the album I I believe to be the Democratic National Convention th- handout. Like when you go, everyone got a copy of this CD because <laughs> he's talking about bag? like yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like swag and he like talks about we need more Tanahasis and Cory Booker's. He says on the album, I'm like Cory Cor- Booker. Wait, wait. But he says Cory Booker. Yes. Oh my God, Cory Booker is the lowest hanging. He's fruit the corniest cornball. Worse, he tries he's to say things. That he, he he tries to say things that you think people are gonna quote in the newspaper. I'm like, just talk. He's so, so extra. you know, he's so fucking. Yeah, I got extra. a theory about Cory Booker. <laughs> he bagged Rosario Dawson. That's not the theory. Yeah. When he was the mayor of Newark, there was like a two month period where like he saved like four people's lives, like oh, in where? fires, like pulling people out of fires or burning cars. Oh mm-hmm. shit. And you I think feel he, like he was he doing set the it Mr. Up. Glass thing where he set up these crimes? He did. Like, and like, he did to be there. Yeah, he was like Jake Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawl. He was fucking Mysterio from yeah. Spider Man. Same yeah, thing. It sounds or, like or you're setting was, up like a Batman supervillain. Like, like this he was, was the reveal. It's, it's just my theory. Like it was happening so way Goodman, too much when he was Jimmy McGill. Yeah, slipping Jimmy, slipping Jimmy, slipping Jimmy. Yeah, so this album's it's That's okay. It's not the best at all. It, it, it has some clunkers. It's got yeah. some wrapping on it, but for me, Sorry. again, the production wins. It's got Glasper all over it. You know, sure. me, like give me that. Take me back to Soquarian times. I don't care that you so, know, it does. Like, it's very Soquarian adjacent. I'll give you that. Wait, wait, I'm glad you brought it up, um, Sean. I'm glad you brought up Glasper. So that's one of my favorite Kanye projects. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, common projects of this era. He oh, did the, a project. The August Green. The August Green. So he did a project. It's him, Kareem Riggins, and Robert Glasper. And I uh, love this record. It's I love it. I love the um 
just because I wanted um like you said um when he when he has when he locks in with one sound so mm-hmm. Kareem Riggins and Glasper and right. I feel like there was a focus the lyrics weren't going too far they weren't going too low and it was just like he was another instrument in that ensemble like the yes. songs weren't made by his lyrics that that had really nothing no. to do with it he was just part of it I like Glasper a lot I'm a big fan and I saw the tiny desk appearance of it so it was yeah, delivered was cool. to me in the perfect fashion like I didn't listen mm. to it first I saw it live and they all they got a song with um Maymuna Youssef I came mm. up with her mm. um, called Mumu Fresh she, she came up in Philly um with yeah. me so I'm familiar with it so I, that, that she killed it on the tiny desk yeah right she's on it yeah she's she yes. yeah, rapping and singing she's very talented everybody should go check her out yeah. um Maymuna Youssef they call her um they call it Mumu Fresh. That's other yeah. name. But again, that that's that's my record of this era. That's the one. I'm so on. so okay. So then that brings us to the last few. So let love, which is a terrible title, uh, from 2019. A lot of Riggins, all Riggins, and one Dilla beat. Um, album is like again, it's this one, and then these last two, a beautiful revolution part one and two. I I sat list them all, and I was like, you know what these albums are like. It'll be like you guys ever randomly look back at like, oh, who won fucking best actor in 2002? Who won? Right. Like, yeah, like you, you, you and your friends have a debate. You'll look back at some of the movies that were nominated those years and you'll be like, what the fuck movie was that? Right. And it'll be it'll be like Julianne Moore about like she was like some like depressed British woman in 1850 who like invents fucking penicillin. I don't know. And it's just like some Oscar bait bullshit that no one saw except 10 critics. This is like those common like award bait uh, albums <laughs> where no person actually gives a fuck no one's checking for it but it's helpful for him to maintain like i'm all about love and positivity oh, like, women got fat portfolio. asses but can cook you know what oh, i mean this, like, is, this is in the portfolio to get the target and thing sponsorships and the, truthfully, he, yes. yeah this, this album out. this album was created really just as a companion piece to the to memoir that he was selling at the, at the time mm-hmm. yeah so it's just it's totally inessential to everything this is like barnes and noble rap like you would find this yes. this record more so barnes, like barnes and noble, noble rap, set right? up with the book and the thing yeah so as is these last two a beautiful revolution where he talks anti-vaxxer shit and then part two which just came out where black thought just walks in fucking mops up the floor at this guy and goes right back to making money off jimmy fallon so i like the new one i i was actually fine. surprised by it i had like very you know like low expectations about it because it's just like okay whatever but i really was digging like Again, it's all Kareem Riggins. Yes. I liked a lot of like the Afrobeat, uh, you yes. know, influences that they were putting in there. So to me, you know, okay, guys, listen, this is what it ultimately comes down to. <laughs> yeah. what, do, what do rappers owe us, and and what and what do we want from people who are on their fourteenth to fifteenth albums? Like, okay, good, good, it, question. good question. Because, and, and I want to tie this into also what you're saying with, uh, you know, him being the worst best rapper that, that's where you were you best were worst saying, rapper right? best worst rapper i'm sorry the distinction must be made but like how many how many great like how many how many you know meter movers do does an artist owe us and then he's not making like the worst shit ever it's really kind of more like middle ground now we're well, just here, like, so, okay yeah. here you go here's my it's, issue. A, it's assembly line like he's you know he's yes here's my issue all of these albums even the ones that aren't very good are there's a lot of quality in it from the collaborators, the singers, the mixing and mastering, the sequencing. These are all like very well-crafted professional rap albums, right? Whether you you're into that type of shit at the time or not, what offends me. And I say, he's the best worst rapper of all time is back in the day to Alaska's point, we overrated him when it was really just no ID. 
And then back then there was like 30 rappers out, period. That was it. There was like 30 fucking guys that were putting out records. He was one of the 30. He was one of the good guys because like Castro said, he was making East Coast music. He made the song about rap was a woman, but it's a rapper. It's rap. Right. And then he links up with the good guys again of not Puffy, not fucking No Limit. It was like Quest Love. Like they're the underdogs, like the roots are the underdogs. D'Angelo. He was always like in the good guy camp. I'm a good guy. Right. But as time has gone on and I listen to all these albums today, I'm just like, if any, if anybody, you're like you, your your point, Sean, and they're fourteenth at like if I gave any of these albums to AZ, Raekwon, Nas, Andre three thousand, Jay Z, they move the needle because the albums are crafted very well, right? Him on these albums where they none of us could believe this fucking guy has fourteen albums to his name because the last six don't even really exist anywhere. So it's kind of like a total waste of time. And that's what bothers me to say he's the best worst rapper ever. Because, like I said, after Finding Forever, no one's giving a fuck. And that was 2008. No one's giving a fuck about one common album. And he's made seven more. And they're all competent. They're right. Like, like musically, direction wise, they're competent records. But he's the worst part of all these albums. That's well, I think we say, we're missing something. And we've all said it. Um, there's a time where it seemed like hip hop was the singular main focus. Um, and that's that, that phase we were talking about, like water for charcoal, electric circus. And then there's also a time when it's obvious we didn't say it out loud that hip hop has become his second, his part-time job, his second job. But wouldn't, wouldn't that make it better if he's not, he, if he doesn't have to rap I, to live? I get it, but it's still like, it's the second job in terms of like the focus is needed to make something truly uniquely creative. He's not making any more. He's not making anything unique. Like water, electric service, none of that, none of that stuff is unique. This is all like cookie cutter assembly line stuff. What you do at your second job? I need the extra money. I'm only here for four hours. Let me get through it. I'm not gonna do anything too much to make me too tired. I already worked my first job. I'm not gonna do anything to get me fired because I like the little extra little money. So can we agree it, that his acting isn't good either, though? Like, no, no, I'm not terrible good at either actor. of his jobs. No, I'm he's not terrible. Saying, I'm not saying actor. he's better, but I, I, I know I can see them. I can see the DNA of somebody that's reading scripts more than he's going through beats. I can see somebody that's taking acting classes actively more than he's sitting in a studio with producers and like cooking a good hip hop idea. He's just going to, he's going to make a pop tart rap record, you know, but at the same time, he's trying to find Scorsese scripts. Like that's what it feels like he's doing now. And some of that acting stuff is just hobnobbing and getting to know people. It might not even be like taking projects or even acting in stuff. It's like, let me get close to the, Scorsese, or let me get closer to Pacino and stuff. I feel like he wants to rub elbows with those type of people. And it definitely, it, it, it now, now that I'm thinking about it, it comes off like rap is the second job. So my, my issue with Common is this. He wants you to think that, and, and this is a very like conscious effort on his part to Shut sort up. of posit himself or like pose himself as a revolutionary. Yes. Like this, this activist personality for our times. But when you like go through his, his information, like his, the activism that he's done, it's like he found some um, not-for-profit. Yeah. After a one-year hiatus, it was like a festival. It turned into like a festival. But that was really about it. He was also like a vegan that became a pescatarian. But really, mm. he just like wants to hang out with like that sort of like political media set where it's like you could go 
you know, make a living doing TV appearances. Like that's to me what he feels <laughs> like. He's like, will I am with a little more substance or a little more like gravitas, but it, he's fucking a wild homophobe. <laughs> he has a history of like actual hate crimes, according to his music. Right. We and I think he, I think he wants to make a, his issues <laughs> with Jaguar, right? Oh, well, you know, like that also ties wow. into it. And he so wants to like, make an album called Gravitas. He's dying to do it for quality. He, he sort of wants the the sort of unearned respect of somebody that is changing the world without actually doing it. Well, like that's my problem with common. Like if he was just a fucking shitty rapper, who gives a fuck? There's a hundred. We're all shitty rappers on this podcast. So who right. gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck you know? about me? But he's like he wants to be like this sort of like iconic he's trying to brand himself so that as a you know, thought leader when he passes away nobody's gonna be able to say anything bad about him yeah the, these yeah. last three albums are all it's so schmaltzy yeah. and it, it reads like a politician's stump speech of like gotta say equality gotta say freedom gotta talk yeah. talk about black lives being lost gotta talk about chicago like they're all these albums are again all beautifully arranged wonderful musicians highly talented people and he is just like putting fucking vanilla yogurt in his mouth in the studio like bro what the fuck are you got do you have anything original about anything to say it's like we need cory booker i don't trust the vaccine i'm like i'd be crazy if he's in a conspiracy album i'd be like i'd be into that shit i'd be like oh this guy's yeah, fucking whack he's whack you, right. you, you want a hot take from Congress. yeah i feel right. like if he was a linkedin page he would call himself a scrum master and a disruptor all right, let me ask this. <laughs> Shout out to the link, LinkedIn bar. Shout out to Scrum Masters. Who, who is there anyone that exists in the world of hip hop that you feel like Common would do better to take a page from their book? Is there anybody that you're like, yo, Common, you're almost 50 years old? Like from that age range? J Live. J Live. No. No. When I'm talking about J Live and or J Rue, I'm gonna Wait, stick. Don't tell can, me can no. Can you repeat the question? Talk about Sean, I, I kind of missed okay. it. <laughs> Name a rapper that begins with the letter J. Oh no, just kidding. Uh, the <laughs> it's, a, like, it's the last letter Z. <laughs> <laughs> no, is there is there an artist? Is there a rapper that is relatively in almost the same shoes that he's in? Who's doing it better? That that he should take a note from that like Shabazz Palaces. Shabazz Palaces. Yeah. I say J Live and I say I say J Live and I say J Ru because they stay consistent. Jay I can even what J Ru keeps bringing, he keeps dropping records regardless of so does Common. Regardless of regardless of the trends. All right, so does Common. Right, I'll give you one better. I'll give you one better. Killer Killer Priest. Great consistent one. release. There you go. Consistent release schedule. Keep but dropping weird. stuff. Right. Weird in his own space. But I, but I'm answering Sean's question in terms well, of like who, consistency isn't up for debate here. He's put out 14 albums. Like right. he, he's, he's no, it's okay. But we're talking about being steady with it. So not just consistency in terms of like being Kill steady. Kill Priest with is it, way so. better now than he was when he began. But an 100%. album a year with these motherfuckers. Like, look, it's the same thing as with Martin Payne when it comes to the acting. He at one point he was doing a movie a fucking year. It didn't mm. matter how good they were. I was getting that fucking check. And so we're mentioning artists that are gonna they're gonna still against the tractors AZ. I'm still releasing this album, whether y'all right. like me, whether I'm super popular or not. I'm just answering Sean's question in terms of who would have done better with that type of stretch like Common has. Common mm -hmm. doesn't get, he doesn't get like, anyway, people, you expect the Common album to come out, again, to go in Barnes and Nobles and find his, <laughs> his, CD, his CD setup. 
by oh, the latte section. Album. It was right. next to the Kenny G um, the holiday setup. That's but that's what, what I'm saying. Consistency <laughs> wise, we, we've, we've established that nobody like cares after 2007. But he put out, but so like nobody's checking for him. He has nope. no reason to put out rap albums. Doesn't sell. But he put out a he put out a rap album in 2008, 2011, right. 14, 16, 19, 20, 21. He's Seven. Like, He's, he's putting them out. You know what I mean? How about yeah. this for a weird comparison? Fat Joe. He's That's putting out records right. nobody gives a fuck about, but he's actually yeah. a likable personality. Like he's he has, he has like one record, hit. Plano, a All the way up. Like metal and blood yeah. or something like that. And he, well, he, he did get the one hit. And that's, that's what floated that whole album. The him, yeah. him and Remy album because it's, it's yeah. Not I, I think like common albums are only purchased at this point by like liberal elites. You know what I mean? Like I don't see anyone under forty that makes less than one hundred fifty thousand dollars buying a common that album. Everybody cloth sash and took a knee at the Capitol. <laughs> they all have Commons albums. They get them delivered like it's, like it's they, standard they, issue. They They're all delivered, like right? It's like right. so he's Nancy Pelosi's favorite rapper. Nancy Pelosi yeah, rap. Oh, they, yeah. Okay. Oh, he no, he's, he's up in the morning. No. It's on the iPhone already. He wants. Up, he wants to. He wants to open up the AOC rally. Like that's his thing. He wants to like be the guy nah, on he's stage not as cool with John Legend. I put him with Schumer. He's with Schumer and Pelosi. He's not with AOC. He's not with AOC <laughs> or Booker. Do we have a problem with America? That's what I'm getting I at. Know what I mean, <laughs> both, really. This whole system's corrupt. You know what I mean? Wait, corrupt? Maybe that's a good example. Corrupt? Yeah. Wow. No, I don't know. Some of corrupt solo records are really like... Uh, yeah, they're not hit. Uh, they're like they're not really one degree from the wild side. Like, I don't he, know who... Uh, he could... Uh, all right. He, two, to me, 2 chains. 2 chains mm. has now, a really fucking two, cool career. 2, two chains has the rebirth. You have to put that in there. Like people knew Titty Boy and all, he was a DT. Common had the son, rebirth on. Fucking, no, son, I've been watching on, video after what's video. What's the name? The light. These, it was a rebirth. It was a resurrection. It was. A I'm watching them. I'm watching video after video of all these DTP artists that are in the in the ground. And Titty Boy was one of those. He was in the ground with all. The so was Common before the light. Common was, Common was shit not before very the light. Like Titty Boy. Titty Boy was in a group that nobody cared about. What are you talking about? Yeah, he had Duffel Bag Boy. Wait, wait, Duffel no, Bag Boy was a fucking Bag Boy was nothing That was a Duffel Bag Boy was Little Wayne song. It was not Titty Boy and them song. People didn't even know their names. But they like saying that the franchise boys was just as big as Common because they had that one hit. You think Common's right. first three albums oh, made no, a wait, dent no, anywhere wait, wait, wait. before I'm the saying, light? No, because you're making it wrong. You're saying that like um, Crooked Letters is more popular than David Banner. That's the difference. Nah, nah, nah. nah Two nah. Chains is a totally different animal than Titty Boy was in that other group. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You're right about that. Close. You're right about Play that. I'm just saying Common first three albums. Everyone here saying like. No, but that's what I'm I saying. That's what I'm saying. Shit. Two chains is like a resurrection. Like that's t- common. Did not have a big lull or be insignificant on another label and then pop on something else. That's fair not. Enough. That's fair not enough. That's fair enough. That's fair. Are, are we like touching on the move. fact? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I got strong. Are, are we touching on the fact that the issue here that separates a common from all these other people is that he hasn't had a hit really? Like, is it is it that he, he doesn't make hit records? He doesn't make hit records. And maybe he doesn't make hits, but he also doesn't make like again when I've listened to all these songs. It's like the same three songs with the same like buzzwords about it's like it's like it's like a politician that just wants to say gotta hit on equality today, gotta hit on diversity. Like it's just I'm surprised he doesn't have weird. an immigration song that they like yeah, they play on TV. He just kind of exists for him and John Legend like every couple of years to like sing on like fucking CNN or some shit. Like that's pretty much where he is with Oh, that. they definitely it's get those jobs. Corny. They get all yeah, those like, jobs. Like Rachel Maddow loves Common. She loves that shit. All those jobs. She got rap. 
<laughs> he got You're gonna yeah. say Alaska? I was just gonna say he's like <laughs> the most Lin Manuel Miranda esque MC. Thank you. We're there closing on that. There it is. No, Rachel we're Maddow. Closing. We're closing. Rachel on that. Maddow, Lin Well. They're like, oh, they love this yeah. new comedy album. I love it's this fucking new incredible. Did you listen to this? They go to comedy. each other. Hey, did you hear this? Common, if you've listened this far, I just want to say you still have an open standing invitation to come on the questions. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, we can we can hash it all out, right? We, you you we have a chance to out. defend your position, so I'm just you know we love you, common sense. Yep. You I, bring listen, them on I, the got, I got my Steve's my fucking everything with what? Look at this. I got my what? my one nine 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 twelve inch right here. What? Am I the only one that thinks common sounds like he has allergies when he raps? It's nasal. It's the most nasal yeah. flow you'll ever. It's the worst voice in rap history. It's it's more think, nasal. It's not the worst voice in rap. Dude, it's not the worst. Common, common, close the app. Close the app, common. It's Stop not the worst, but it's nasal. It's more nasal than Little Wayne. Like, come on, like this worst is like, voice of all time. He is the worst voice ever. I've listened right. to a hundred hours of him. He is the worst voice in rap. And this worst. is called our culture. Follow us on Twitter. Follow our Patreon. Uh, we'll, yeah. well, well, before that, let's 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 let our everyone uh, plug their shit, and we'll <laughs> wrap it up. Lin- <laughs> we're done, yo. Oh, Rachel Maddow, Lin- Rachel Maddow, we're, we're done. Uh, Alaska, anything you want to tell the people to check? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Check out Human Zoo. It's out now. It's on insubordinatecords.com. Uh, Get it. It's almost all. All the physicals are almost sold out. We got a few yep. of the uh, Matchbox cassette CD. Get it. Stuff. Highly recommend the Fly Fidelity podcast and then you guys with free music empire go listen to those and our own episode live from the liner yeah. notes that's out right now with jason griffin alaska and then cool. there's uh there's going to be something else i think happening a couple days after this drops hey listen uh this is sean canterwood's host of the questions uh you can go to questionshiphop.com and that will lead you to all the other ways to engage with the best hip-hop trivia game and brand on the planet and uh later this week it's a crossover episode folks we've got this podcast very own alaska coming on the show as a guest so we planned it this way this is like you know when uh jay sherman or or jay from the the critic was on an episode of the simpsons (laughs) yes i remember that it stinks things hachi machi so we're gonna have alaska on the show um and uh you should tune into that so questionshiphop.com the questions hip-hop on instagram and uh you can follow me at sean dammit s-e-a-n-d-a-m-m-i-t more things on the way as well the number one common cosplay podcast available the questions alaska we'll i'm just kidding man. it's a great show out. i love that show. that's what's so coming out the, the questions there it is bong yeah. i thought you were talking about sons of andre Castro, we got to have you on eventually, too. So Hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to wipe Zilla. All my crew gets perfect scores, G. We all get No, don't try to do that. I'm coming for your ass. I don't care about our crew. You you did something a little nefarious and underhanded, and I'm coming to to wipe that. Wow. Good support. Good support. I think think what we have to actually do, and this doesn't negate Alaska coming on the show later. Oh, definitely. We gotta do. You. We gotta yes. do the the heads up. Yes. We gotta do what we do with like Tanya Morgan. Yes. And so so the people, so the so the people can know. I listen right. to know who is more steep than hip hop now. Here's the problem, the Castro. If you come on the show now, solo dolo, like you could do as well as Zilla, but you can't no, take will be, beat him right no, now. But I like, will be more impressive in my performance. Like it don't matter. Like the scores, like the scores don't matter. Zilla, please. To, to quote a small little movie from 1995. Mess with the best, die like the rest. What is it? Hackers? Called hackers. Yes. Oh, I Take a page from go. Zero Cool with Acid Bird. Okay. If you're gonna go with something hackers. like that, you gotta go with Mess with the Bull. You get the horns. Oh, Fair enough. You know Castro, what? what do you got? 
What do you got, um, Castro? I got, I'm quitting this podcast. I know I got that. Fair I'm enough. Find me another podcast to be on. So anybody looking for a third host, yep. call me up. You have an I'm album? Yeah. Uh, September 30th, Little Robert Hutton. Wow. Dropping on Backwards Studios. Wow. Um, wait, when this drops, what date will it be? Later. It'll no, be I mean, the 20th. No, it, it'll be 20-something? 20-something, yeah. Okay, so I got Breeze Brewing on the album. Woo! I got Mr. Lift on the album. Woo! I got Billy Woods on the album. Woo! I got Sketch 185 on the album. Nice. Alaska is on the album. Gyroscope is on the album. Yup. Def C is on the album. He is. Alex Ludovico is on the album. Yup. Shrapnel's on the album. Shrapnel. And Zilla Rock is on the album. I'm on the album. Quelly Chris is on the album. Quelly Chris is producing a track. Don't give He's that away. This is only features. They'll get the they'll get the production next week. Oh, okay, sorry about that. Marjo Sofin is on the album, and Candice Wilson is on the album, and Marcus Penn is doing scratches. Shouts to Marcus and the new baby. Shouts to Marcus and Zebras in America yep. Pod. Salute. Um, cool. And so then, that'll uh, get your blood ready for this record. It's my best work. I got a song with Breeze fucking Bruin. Oh, Ooh, fuck correct. I don't give a damn. Shit is stupid. And I got a song with Mr. Left. Mm. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's, the song actually is me, Mr. Left, and Billy Woods. So I want fuck people to check that out. Find out. How Little like Robert that? Hutton, September 30th. Drop Get it where it. it's yeah. hot. Get it. Uh, my album, Vegas Vic, available still, waiting on that wax. Takes 22 years now to get a piece of vinyl. That's where we are. You can still get the vinyl, CDs, tapes. And then uh, next month and a half or so, we're going to start a rollout for another record. So if you're on my mailing list, I kind of teased that out. So you can join that at $3pistol.com. I got some limited edition Vegas Vic merch. I got I got this one of the shirts in the mail yesterday. It looks kind of fire. No one can see it except these guys. Get the, get the card set. Bong. The card, get the set, card set. Hoodie. There you go. Unisex tees and crew necks. They're all cracking off. So I got about 10 left of each of them. And then that's it. They're done forever. So oh, I'm, speaking of merch, I got my fuck puff shirts coming out. Um, there you go. Fuck they'll puff. be out um, for the diversity year. One of the quotes of diversity year, and I'll be trying to pair that with. Um, I have some uh, Blue Edwards leftover CDs, so it'll be like a bundle type thing. Couple of bundles yes. on Deckington. So that's it. Fuck with us everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon. Call out cultures. Thank y'all to our we Patreon subscribers. We on Instagram. We on YouTube. We on um we on Sirius XM. We on Black. We on uh, uh we on um headquarters. Zoom. You can download us on Zoom, just like right. the common album. Ninety nine cents. It's a great deal. Oh, and also I'm out. giving free promotion. Go check out Cabbage's podcast. Guns, Cap, and Sam Banana have a show on there. Yep. Go give that a listen. Um, it's a podcast. I think the podcast is about video games. Video games, right? right? Yep. Correct. I'm wondering. So go give them a listen. On the Cabbages Podcast Network. Boom. I'll let you boys. Yep. And right, uh, yeah. that's pretty good. Sean, Peace thank you. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, it was a pleasure. I had a great time. What? Great time. What? What? Why did right, Dr. J shave his beard and the All right, all right. We, we out. There's so many common lines that annoy me that I didn't say because we just had so many funnier things to talk Thousands about. Thousands of them. There's just, it just never ends.